welcome to a very happy Friday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Creepy E and Big Dick Toledo, but no Brady Bogan, who is off in Palm Springs playing, uh, playing um, old man tennis. Animal at a, hunting. At a very high level, he'll remind you. We'll see. We'll see. And the bet is out there. Uh, Brady uh, has been I kind of feel bad Why? betting against Brady like that. But no, it seemed don't. like such a good bet. Why do you feel bad? Yeah. I don't know. I like. I you're should motivating. be supportive. You are. You're telling him, look, you're not going to make any money off of this. He's the only person in the world that just that, that finds this competition level to be something he should pay for. It's a love, John. And he, and he wants to make it, uh, you know, super high level, everything good. But if, if it was, there'd be sponsorships and people paying the champion. Right. It's basically a club sport that you sign up for and you, you know, he's good. He's a good tennis player, no doubt. But if you're paying for your championship, it's just basically Little League. You know? It is. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So, you know, good for him. But they all get ribbons? as an adult, they make you travel all the way to Palm Springs. You know, they get you a discount on a room. They don't have much pull. And then there's no payoff in the end if you win the championship. It's so a ra- it's a racket. You and I betting against him is the only chance he's got to actually get prize money. That's true. So we're helping. All right, I don't totally think we're helping by by offering him a hundred dollars each not to lose. In his mind, that's his side. I mean, we have to pay him if he wins, but that's good. It feeds his ego. He wins the money. He walks away with a couple hundred bucks. Brady likes ten dollars. He beams like a little boy when he <laughs> give him two hundred dollars. He'll be walking around like you know. A retard with a bag of Skittles, that, you know, found. He's going to be thrilled with it. So good for Brady. If he if he wins, if he loses, and he has to pay us, it may finally shine a light on how stupid this whole endeavor is. <laughs> and if you're like, so it's forty plus. If you're like a forty year old, that's that good. Yeah. And you lose to the fifty. How old's Brady? Fifty five. I don't know. Fifty something. Almost sixty. He's up there. He looks terrible. You you lose to him. <laughs> I mean, you should just quit, right? Uh, no, you're forty. Yeah. You're forty. You're forty. You if you're already <laughs> losing to the guys who are on the All cusp right, okay. of leaving your bracket, yeah, I guess you should you're leave right. it. Yeah. If you're in a if you're in a group and you lose to the oldest guys in the group, it's not like you're a forty year old like oh geez, all this pressure of the fifty year old guys. They know so much more. You're forty. Everybody's pretty much on the same mental plane. And what if he drops down to the thirty plus like you were saying? Oh, he can he he can play. There's no I know doubt. He can, he can play it. tennis. He's good. I know, but that's the thing. Like he's at an age you. now yeah. where. The people 20 years younger sure. than him or and you, now again you're talking about Brady whose rose-colored glasses believes he's better today than he was when he was 19 at tennis which I you can't argue with him because he just firmly believes it and then he'll tell you about all the young kids he beats you don't know their skill level but he bought beat a lot of young kids okay but yeah I think there's two reasons why and I would say this with Brady here so this isn't talking about, uh, <laughs> if you if you're 40 and you just entered the new age 40 and up and I'm the young gun uh, you know, it's not like senior golf, where the, the young 50-year-olds, although it does happen a lot with the guys who graduate into PGA seniors, start doing very well the first couple of years. It's golf courses designed for seniors, so it's a little different. Uh, if you're 40 and you enter in and you start getting trounced by a 50-year-old, he may be better than you. There's just an opportunity. That, that could just be. But when it's visually Brady. It's just even It worse. makes it worse. His now, Brady, like. Brady's, I don't know, Brady's surprisingly good at tennis. You look at him and you'd think it's something. That Agreed. It's, but if you're like a 6'4 guy that just has a 100-mile-an-hour serve. If you're Michael Costa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, and you're you're, if you're Michael Costa, the comedian last week that was a pro tennis player, Brady thinks he can beat Michael Costa. And Michael Costa was a Big 12 Adamant. champion a couple of times. And Brady's like, no, I can roll with him. 
Brady's brain is like mine used to be when I thought when I beat Michelle Timms in basketball back in the. I thought to myself, you know, I think I could actually. I might want to walk on and see how the Suns treat me here. <laughs> you were at the gym playing with the black guys. Yeah, well, I was playing with Frank Johnson for a little while at the Village, and he was better than me. But I wasn't. Do this. I wasn't getting blown off the court. You know, I wasn't. Wasn't a, an embarrassment. So I started to think to myself, I'm, I'm at a pretty elite level. When did that change for you? When I practiced with the Milwaukee Bucks at the Village. The Milwaukee Bucks, for whatever reason, had uh, rookies and off for an off day came down to work uh, drills at the Village. And I was there with two other guys just playing around. And they just said, you guys want to get into some drills with us. And I've never, ever seen <laughs> athleticism in such a way. In fact, when I played... Uh, in that stupid Harlem Globetrotters thing. And the guy told me to move when he... Yeah, he's coming at me. He goes, move! Why? Move! And he and then before I could get fully out of the way, he had jumped over me to dunk a ball. And I'm like, oh, yeah. This is a guy who couldn't make it in the NBA. So there was a lot. There's a lot to kind of shut you down. Brady believes that there's, you know, had it just been a couple of bounces the other way, he'd be playing pro tennis, even at 50. Because he's better now than he was when he was really good as a kid. So, but as a 40-year-old, and you look across the net... And there's this 50-year-old uh, Wilford Brimley type, <laughs> and you just lost to him. I agree with Eric. That is a time when you're like, I'm not paying for this anymore. If there yeah. was a, I'm out. I just flew in from New York. Yeah. If there was a raffle at the end or something, and we got some prize money just on chance, then maybe. But uh, the trip to Palm Springs was expensive, and the rooms weren't that discounted. And it's okay. La Quinta's a nice place, but I'm He's not brushing it off and making it a family trip. Oh, he, well, this is a big a deal bit. for Brady because this is, I don't know what's going on this with Torp. Uh, I don't know what, no, this is it. This is the big boys. But, think uh, it's the end of Torp. Yeah, Torp keeps doing, like, big monumental, like, the last fishing bucket trips. List. And I, I don't know if it's a bucket list or a goodbye tour. But you, but you I don't like it. You him to take that tram ride, and we talked about it. Oh, the tram ride's fine. Are you sure? Just no hiking afterwards to look for wildlife okay it's not fast tram oh ride? it's beautiful no the okay. tram ride's a great way okay. to get an old man thinking he's outdoors and doing stuff without actually okay. breaking it all right uh the only problem i'd worry about is the had oxygen me worried about it. the oxygen yeah. may be a little yeah. worse, but he'll be all right it just but brady and him will be like idiots because they'll go look for snakes and bears up in the you know the, the eleven thousand foot area of this thing and it's not you know then in the hiking parts the pretty part they can't do that they'll just sit in that giant they've got a big Anyway, they'll have fun up there. It's just, I don't know what's going on with Brady's dad. But Monday, Brady's dad and Brady, the talk happened. And I got I to gotta tell you, Torp has no idea. And hopefully Brady doesn't clue him in. But Torp has no idea that Brady told us he's never had the sex talk with his dad. And before his dad goes on this no more Torp tours, uh, he's got to have the talk before he goes. And something yeah. there's something weird going on there. Ozzy recreate that no more torp. I'd like to come see you there, boy. Play tennis uh, professionally one last time. Oh, yeah, no, it's, um, I'm saving up some money so I can go play in my tourney. Well, good luck to him. But, Eric, you and I are the only ones. And I think, Toledo, you kicked in $10. Oh, yeah. Uh, that are offering him $200 uh, as prize money. But he's got to win to get it. Otherwise, yeah. he's got to pay more for this tournament he lost. I don't cover his $50 hotel. Right. Well, that'll open his eyes, though. If he throws another $200 down and then realizes this losing tournament cost me like $1,000 to go lose. You could lose here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can lose for free anytime you want. We'll go We'll go play, and you can beat us Yay. and feel like a champ at the end of the day for the exact same, you know, 
price of free. See, I didn't realize Brady, because I thought, you know, everybody talks about how good Brady is, and I'm sure yeah. he, is. he is. Why didn't he play in college? I don't get that. I don't that. know. I don't know. Is that good or not? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't very good when he was 18. I don't know. He's too busy beating people up. What else is there to do at Ohio University? Yeah. And he doesn't drink or whatever. You'd think there would be the perfect opportunity to be a student athlete. He's got a strange little life, that guy. None <laughs> of wanders it, into stuff. None of it really adds up, and it's just, it's odd. It's very odd. So, anyway, good luck to Brady. Although, I do kind of hope you lose, because that's beneficial to me. I didn't lift a finger, and I made more money off your tournament than you did. In fact, it cost you money. Or, if you uh, win it all, as a team. That's the worst. We'll throw some money at you, yeah. I made more money off <laughs> yeah, your I tournament did. than you I'm going to make 100 bucks <laughs> off of this tournament. If his team doesn't win, and he's going to write that check mean, mean as a, the, a snake that's been pinned down by a mongoose, he's going to, well, I won my tournament, which is really what the bet should have been, because my teammates couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. Well, then you shouldn't have said I agree to that. And he'll make us go to the tape, and he'll try to find loopholes in what we said. I want team wins. It's a team He's going to go Trump on us? Didn't he'll say that. He'll completely go Trump on us. Wait, wait, Didn't now. Happen. Hold on. You bet the team? We both did. Yeah. I thought I bet... Him no, winning the tournament. You did that on tape, but I said it's a team effort. I don't go I out. I didn't know there was a team. Uh, I don't go out and bet that Antonio Brown's going to have great numbers and the team loses and Antonio's happy. Are you talking about him and his doubles he, partner? He and his team. No. This is they a, have a team? Yes. It's yeah. two singles and two doubles in the whole. Arizona? It's like, yes, they represent the state of Arizona in the USTA. 40 plus doubles. It's a long list of yeah, words to say. There's a lot of qualifications. There's a lot of things in this. It's not so just wait, like, some jackass from his team can win it all and then I lose the no, bet? No, no, no. They have to, it's a combined score. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of You want like, his team to win it all. Right. You want his, that guy to win right. it Right. You want his other guys to win in order for his team to win. They all have to win their matches. You have to defeat the other team. So like you play four matches against El Paso and whoever comes out 3-1 wins. Uh. So that's how it works. And Brady can be the guy who loses a match, but as his teammates win it, then they can move on. But they got to they got to defeat the other cities. It's a very, it's a very, uh, frankly, it would be quite boring. I got to be honest. Uh, a bunch of amateur tennis players uh, batting it around. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know who would go to this. I wonder if Torp will fall asleep watching this. Of course he will. You're gonna put him out in 92 degree heat, sit him outside, and bake him in the sun at some hotel tennis courts. I mean. You could not pay me to go to this thing. <laughs> I'll root from afar, Brady. I'm a fan of yours, and that's about as far as it goes. Now, let's get to the real rat killing. Huh? But last night, pretty impressive, don't you think? Uh, there it is. It's finally uh, over. The L.A. Sparks are your WNBA <laughs> champions, folks. That's how it works in sports. What? I didn't even know that was that's happening. right. I thought it was over how weeks ago. Not? They stopped the baseball game. Yeah. The L.A. Sparks. They took they? a timeout in football. Yep. Took down the mighty Minnesota Lynx. My friend Winston is flying to Minnesota today, I, I would assume, to console the losers at the airport. I'm not sure, but he just told me off to Minnesota. I didn't ask any questions. The big WNBA fan. The Sparks are your world champions. Congrats. Los Angeles. Lisa Leslie. What kind? Is she still there? It could be quite I don't know. a uh, season for Los Angeles as the Sparks are your world champions. You get the Rams Again, back. Man. And then very possibly, the Cubs could become the Cubs again uh, against your Los Angeles Dodgers. Up 3-2, heading back to Chicago for the Cubs to be in the World Series. They need to win one more home game. 
eerily reminiscent of a 2003 team that walked out of uh, Florida saying, hey, all we got to do is win one at home. I say, and I've told this to every Cub fan I know, that with the exact same situation brewing, uh, you leave Steve Bartman's seat open and a ticket for Steve Bartman no, will call. I disagree. He won't completely. show up. I you know he won't show, show up, but you don't even allow that to happen yet. The seat is open for Bartman. No. The seat is open for you Bartman. Nobody's him. in that chair other than Steve Bartman to reverse history, to erase the ghosts. I'm not offering him a ticket. He's not allowed to. And if you. they win the game and the series, he throws out the first pitch at opening day next year. Uh, yeah, if they win the World Series, sure, I'm all for it. Then he I give him season tickets. I don't care. Let him throw it first. Not season. even the World Series. They got to win the World Series first. Just the NLCS. That's no. the step that he stopped. No. There was no guarantee they were going to get past the Yankees that year. They were. They should have beaten the Marlins to be in the World Series and break the first. Too jinx. soon, John. Break the first jinx of not being in a World Series. Thirteen years is too soon. It is a. It is a bit <laughs> early. The wounds are still fresh. You can still pick at the scab. But I say the Bartman seat. Remains completely available. He's going to get hounded. Like Jerry Glanville used to leave oh, a ticket for Elvis. Here. Oh, of course he is. Oh, Jerry, I know. He keeps turning interviews down. Jerry Glanville coached the Oilers and the Falcons, and he used to leave a, a ticket for Elvis at Will Call every game. Same seat over and over. That's and then just it became, stupid. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> but it was kind of a cute story. And of this. this is what we do for Bartman. You leave a ticket for Bartman. I don't think the Cubs have anything to do with that. Well, whole I think that they thing. would laugh hysterically if that seat is empty because Joe Buck and they're already doing what they did in 2003, starting to count outs. Uh, you know, and they did that last time when you just, that's a baseball rule. You just don't count outs. You know, I were seven outs away last night. Alex Rodriguez said it after Joe Buck said it 27 outs away. The Cubs to the World Series. Right? I'm like, here we go again. That's not even that true because out zero, zero. Still. Right. And there's two games left. <laughs> Twenty. So the score would be zero zero, even if you got twenty seven outs. Yep, and then and then maybe thirty because it's got to go to extra innings. But right now they are twenty seven outs away. If in fact during those outs while they're batting they get a run or two and the other team doesn't, but the Bartman seat remains open. Zero. How do you? You can't be the guy in that seat. I wouldn't want to sit oh, there. I don't. I want. I'm that all seat. for leaving it. Leave it open. available, but you don't. And just Bartman, to erase the ghosts, to say we have no superstitions. You plop that ticket down with Steve Bartman's name in an envelope, and if he comes and picks it up, he's allowed to have it. He ain't coming. Let me ask you this. You guys are Cubs fans. Do you guys know the seat number and the row and all that? I actually have it written down. I was going to say, I know you had that. I know where it is, but I don't know. So if you're in Chicago and you're on StubHub, that's the one seat that pops up? You can uh, get the seat. It's... um, If you Google, it'll probably pop up. Aisle 4, row 8, seat 113. (laughs) I have it written down I wrote it down in the notes. For how much that's going for on my notes, my handy dandy <laughs> notes. <laughs> I've got notes. Um, yeah, to be in the Bartman seat. I, how would you like to be the guy who got the tickets and you look and you realize when you get there, this is the Bartman seat. You know, I'm keeping my hands. Game. I'm not touching hands in my pocket. I don't even want to sit in this. It's game six of the NLCS again. Lucky thirteen years later. You brought your headphones and your yeah, Walkman. your renegade shirt. It's an interesting time to be a Cub fan. Clayton Kershaw, I, I predict uh, that this one, Kershaw, uh, is on a magic run right now, and he is the best in baseball. I wouldn't be surprised to see this go to Game 7. And then it gets real interesting because the ghosts of Christmas past start bothering you as a superstitious fan of something. But, you know, at least we have, uh, even if the Cubs decide to muck this up, 
uh, at least we have the L.A. Sparks championship to lean on. Because what a moment in sports. I mean, what, what was the, what were the ratings for that last night? Probably 80, 90 million people tuned in to oh, sure. the, uh, the championship, WNBA championship game. Tickets, I heard, were going for uh, two dollars $300,000 for front row and uh, suites. That is, a, that is an incredible league that is doing incredible things, and it shows every time they have an important game on TV how much America loves girls' basketball. It isn't a farce. I've been wrong the whole time. On a Thursday night, America stopped function. I was at, a, I was at a, the, uh, the Phoenix Brewery the, the down on uh, 7th and Missouri watching the Cubs game last night, and I'm like, guys, can I get – the Cubs and Dodgers games on one of these TVs? And they're like, what are you, crazy man? This place will erupt with anger if I switch it off of the WNBA when we find it on television. When we find it, this place will go, no, we can't put any other. What are you, Thursday night football, Packers-Bears, that pales. A meaningless Packers-Bears game with Matt Barkley, at quarterback, pales. Into the furor that is WNBA Finals basketball. Anyone want to argue with me about this anymore? I had no idea. So you said it. No one knew. I know. Nothing. It doesn't exist. I didn't even know they were playing. In the minds of America, it just doesn't exist. I had a guy uh, last night over at Four Peaks. He came to my event. Was it on then? No. Uh, No, we didn't have it anywhere. We have, there's 100 TVs at Four Peaks. Nobody, I don't even know if it was televised. But uh, he was a water polo player. He's like, I listen every morning. And that's a sport. Yeah. But, you know, because you bag on all the women's sports. I was like, we haven't. Bagged on a woman's water polo. In fact, during the Olympics, I said I loved yeah, it. Right, it's yeah. kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Well, because like, they're in those events, like you know, the gymnastics, you can get yeah. into that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. Women's water polo. You don't even. It's like androgynous. They're in like ski caps and weird outfits, and that you can't tell what they are. They're throwing fastballs and at that goalie, doing that thing with the ball for like seven or eight minutes. Yeah. With it. yeah, no, and then they swim over those ropes for timeouts. And all their suits go up their asses, and they've got swimmers' butts. They're, they're, that's a pretty impressive sport. He was mentioning something when he was in college, though. He, I guess we had a list of the water polo players on the, oh, yeah. on the Olympic team. We were going through them, and, and he was banging a couple of them. No, no kidding. Like, <laughs> Good for him. He's like, oh. Water polo is a sport and should be televised over that horrific WNBA Disaster sport. You'd rather have that on TV. I would rather have that going on in my backyard at three in the morning when I've got to get up in an hour every day of my life than have WNBA anything on television. It is a farce, a joke. Yeah, they don't look good in those hats, but their yeah. their asses and legs are incredible. Yeah, you take those hats off. Yeah, the air flows down. A couple of them are hideous, but you got to have hideous ones to be a quality uh, team. You got to get shots Spanish of them team. from behind. Okay, because their new water polo girls' uniforms are all like thongs. I guess they got tired of pulling them out of their ass, so they just leave them up there. Pretty impressive. Anyway, uh, Craig Gass will join us a little later this morning as well as Craig Gasly continues. There you go. Look at that. That's a good Ooh, group. Song. Yeah, no, they, they, they do that so their suits don't bother them. They, they're not up there. They can't crawl around if it's already up there. Their asses are incredible, the water nice. polo team. Yeah. And they're in great shape, and a lot of them are like six feet tall. They're like lanky. Yeah, that's a, there's some hot girls on that water polo. And some muggos, but, you know, you can't have it all. I love women's water polo. I would oh, watch that for days. Watch that mutt. I watch that, I don't know how many times in a row over any WNBA product, but congratulations to the L.A. Sparks. And I know I'm telling you news you already know, but the Sparks won it to over the Minnesota Lynx, and I don't want to, you know, 
talk down to everybody. You guys are way ahead of me on this. Everyone knows the, the results. We all watch together as a country. If you and Jim Rome ever had a beer together. Oh, my God. We'd be going for hours on this one. <laughs> oh, what a joke. The only thing I'm disappointed is, is I would have been right in 1997 when I proclaimed at a WNBA game on a microphone that this league will be the greatest five years in women's sports history. <laughs> and I, I wasn't asked back, ironically. And uh, if it wasn't for the NBA, it would have been absolutely right. They started to fund it five short years later. So, well, right on the money. Uh, it's 6.07. Let's get a wake-up song. Maybe a, a theme song for Brady's championship run that he's paying for. It's kind of like being a Scientologist. You think you're advancing in the ranks of holiness, but really what you're doing is donating to a certain level, and then they boost you. Brady's kind of doing the same thing. Does he get of. one of those big plates? Uh, no, Trophies that he wins? Oh, little weird chunks of glass. Remember, that he won it that one year and oh, he came back with right. that. It's like a real estate agent of the year yes. <laughs> trophy. Laser etched. Laser etched. You know, USTA seniors, 40. It's a lot of words. Uh, can't, can't, Brady Brogan. Brady Brogan. <laughs> 40 plus doubles USTA regional champions, Arizona. Palm Springs, California, 2016. He did it in El Paso one year and came back with this little tiny thing. And I'm like, oh, it's a plate of glass. I could have that etched for you, win or lose. Nobody's going to ever go, wait a minute. The real champions of 2013 was Texas. No one's going to question it. Put a bunch of those up in your house and save yourself some cash. You think after every match, they're, him and Dad are going to Dairy Queen? Oh, yeah. Hey, you're great out there today, Brad. Right? Hey, what you're going to do is get you out there and get you one of them dips. <laughs> I love the dips. Get you a dip cone. And you and your partner. If your partner would like to come along, does your little friend want to come along? Only one. Only got room for one. Your little friend that's 55. Hey, Mike. <laughs> You want to come with my dad and I and get dip cones for a big win? Brady, I'm going to spend some time with my wife and children. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on this. I kind of do want some ice cream, but... It doesn't sound bad, but I'm an adult, and I don't exactly. feed myself a dip cone after each victory, but that's... My dad says I'm allowed to have one. I get a plus one. And I chose you, lizard, lizard man. Please stop calling me lizard man, and no thank you. Lazario. That's yes, my last Mike name. Mike Lazario. Lizard man, the lizard. The Liz. I'm going to call you Chuck Walla. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a pleasure playing with you. Now, please let my family and I enjoy our time. Look forward to a new team <laughs> next time. Thank you for. Anybody want to go and get a dip cone? I got a plus one. The old man's <laughs> That shoes cost $14. <laughs> yeah. That's the weekend with the Bogans. Excitement at every turn. Well, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, nothing good happens now. <laughs> Time for some shut-up. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Give us, uh, change the subject real quick, it. but the early I'm, voting I've been started. written in for what? Constable. I'm a constable. I'll take it. An Arcadian constable. I don't even live there anymore. I'll take it. Over Carolyn Lane. Go f*** yourself, Constable Lane. She's a Democrat. Write me in for constable, and I will take care of all the problems that ail Arcadia. That neighborhood's in trouble. Yeah, it's going way down. <laughs> oh, my God. Average house price is just about a million and a half. Is constable like an HOA president? What does it do exactly? That's a good question. <laughs> what does constable do? In the old West movies, there was always a constable. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they arrest people? It was almost like a sheriff. I think you had to go see him after the sheriff arrested you. Yeah. I ain't, for I ain't some reason. sure. I present this laurel and hearty handshake to our new constable. Uh, it's 610. Give us a wake-up song. Let's scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up!
Thank you, Bear Ghost. It's 622 in the morning sickness. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those days that, uh, again, it starts off beautifully. But I'm, I'm uh, it's too hot still. There's something going on now. It's 96 degrees, 97 tomorrow. I'm just done with that. And we get back in the pool. I know. I got my I got my feet in there the other day. I'm like, this isn't bad at all. I was expecting it to be. My dogs are still leaping in. And I remember when I was younger. Man, it's weird. When you're a kid, you just are too stupid to know what cold is. My, I, I used to hop in there until like I was told I couldn't anymore, and it was usually November. But now I wouldn't even think about it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's still too hot, though. I'm not uh, daytime temperatures. Are, it's time to knock it off, Mother Nature. And with Brady not here, we can talk bad about nature and the Lord and stuff like that. Not have any pushback, but uh, yeah, it's just that's enough. So hopefully next week it starts to cool off a little bit. Because on Super Bowl or on the Super Bowl on uh, Steeler Sundays, when I got my, my stuff going on in the back uh, bar there, got your Landry Jones. Uh, yeah, all my, all my Landry Jones stuff is hot. Up. Trust me, the laundry line is uh, up. <laughs> we uh, usually about an hour are reveling in the fact that it's comfortable outside. We got an afternoon game at one o'clock, and it's supposed to be like ninety. It's still, I got to put up the. You know, the tents and the misters are on, and it's too hot, goddammit. So, knock it off, Mother Nature. That's enough. Push that over to Chicago so we don't have any 33-degree baseball. Cleveland. To watch yeah. And Cleveland, especially Cleveland. That place is a disaster anyway. At least give it one good week of weather at the end of October so it doesn't ruin it. One thing we got to talk about, though, as fans of sports, is the fact that uh, television technology and greed have made both football and baseball borderline unwatchable. Last night, as a Cub fan, as a Cub fan of my entire existence, 44-plus years, I was begging for that game to end, and I didn't at a certain point care how. Once the Cubs were up, and it just turned into, and I kept, and once you realize this has been on for four hours and we've got an inning and a half to go. And Baez is pitched for the Dodge. Now he he was he's bad normally, right? But it wasn't his fault. They're running six minutes of commercials between innings. Now, if you do the math on that, that means there's twelve minutes of commercials every inning that are that are slated. Let alone there's something goes on they can go to a commercial. So at the very least, you're running twelve. That leaves thirty six minutes of commercials per three innings. That's a half an hour plus of not baseball. And when the Dodgers pulled their starter after three oh, and two thirds. Yeah. Add that in. So then what you got for guarantee is one hour and 18 minutes of guaranteed no baseball. That's commercial time. One hour and 18 minutes during the time you're adding to the game. Then you got pitching changes in the National League. You're going to have some pitching to that. goes right to a commercial break. That's going to add another 25 minutes. And again, last night's game, four hours, 16 minutes long. Well-played, well-pitched baseball game. Now, a well-played, well-pitched baseball game should last three hours Occasionally drift into like 310. That's a long game. I and mean, you're a baseball fan, you're like, okay, this is American League baseball has a lot of hitting and a lot of nonsense and stuff, so it can be like 12 to 11. Well, I mean, this was are, an 8 to 4 game. Well, yeah, so but still, high it ain't a 4 hour and 15 minute game. Yeah. It was well pitched, right. early on especially. I mean, it was moving well. The Cubs got, to, they had 12 hits, and there were 19 hits in the game and a couple of walks. I'll, I'll give it a 3 hour, 20 minute run. 4 hours and 15 minutes makes me, as a Cub fan, Sit back and say, I don't care if the Dodgers come back and win this. Let's make sure this is a foregone conclusion going into the ninth. Because if this goes extras, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not sitting through it anymore. Four hours and 15 minutes way too long. So then I flip over to any given Wednesday. on uh, They're rerunning that on HBO. And Al Michaels and uh, Bob Costas are, are the guests. 
And Bill Simmons asked uh, Bob Costa, do you want to be commissioner of baseball for what's the first thing you do? And he goes, pace of play. Because the game is no longer television friendly. And the way that they, you know, they advertise every everything is a call to the bullpen is brought to you by. Uh, this pitcher's, uh, this, this coach's visit to the mound is brought to you by. Uh, visit Puerto Rico. You know, I'm like, okay, you can sponsor everything. There's got to be a more innovative way to do advertising in baseball. To slow, it's brutal. And I and I told Eric, I think it was told you last night. I'm like, as a casual fan of uh, baseball and neither team, you're not watching it. And I can understand. Me too. There's no freaking way you're watching it. And that's then, why, like, if you got something going on, you can keep the game in the back. Usually for the regular season, right. that's what I do. When it's not, everything's riding on it. But yeah. I, I don't know how you get anybody involved in this. Who's You're trying to find fans, young fans, and you're making the games longer? Not yeah, you're, you're killing the game. You're absolutely killing baseball. And I understand why people say it's boring. If you weren't, if you didn't grow up with it, I get it. But I also get that, well, first off, it isn't boring. But I understand why you say it's boring. And to, to see it on TV, there's no possible way you could ever get anybody who wasn't interested in baseball into it. There's no way. Not at all. A kid is going to lose attention immediately the fifth time he sees a Cialis commercial, and it's not even the fourth inning yet. It's a drag-ass sport on television, and it just shouldn't be. It's just brutal. And then so the Bears had time to get absolutely waxed between the first and seventh inning of an entire baseball game. The Bears went out and crapped the bed, and it was all over. The Bears were probably in bed before the Cubs game was over. Well, when you lose your star quarterback, Brian Hoyer, That's true. Now, when Hoyer goes down, the season's over. Done. Again. But, uh, yeah, and football is the other thing. As the, the TV was on kind of in the background, I'm watching football. And every time I looked up, there's a referee talking to me yep. or I'm looking at reviews. and re- That Monday night football game, the Cardinals. I mean, that's not a that was a display bad, that you want out there. Bad game to watch. Yeah. yeah. And even the, even the Sean McDonough was saying stuff oh, like, this is a brutal game. This right. is tough to watch. And it isn't because of the play on the field. It's just all the other. But you, you know who we blame again for this? Us. We had to have HD. We had to make technology so great that you can see the pores on a baseball player's face. And then now you're like, uh, we can see when the uh, referees and umpires make mistakes. It's just going to take us a second. So now we, we sit and stew over each call that we used to just live with. It used to be we're a little more patient. Uh, if a review came back and said he was safe, we blew the call, you just lived with it. You had to. Now, with technology being so perfect... It nope. is amazing. It's unreal. Just look at that Adrian Gonzalez play at the plate the other day. Yeah. Like, oh, his, they were trying to figure out if his hand had touched yeah. the plate, like gone down yeah, it was above it, or yeah. <laughs> there was a, it was floating an inch yeah. above it. An internet thing that said, "Was his was his hand over or on the plate?" You can see some shadowing, and I'm like, "That's too much." And then the other one was, "Was the glove?" It was David Ross, right? Was uh, or was it Contreras? I don't remember who was. The, I think it was Contreras. Contreras. Was the glove? Uh, String on his chin. on his face before his hand touched, and you can see enough of the string you just can't place because it's two dimensional. If this ever goes three D, we'll never have human intervention in sport again. You see again. that the Cubs and Dodgers got into it as well. No, like both of them tweeted out their own still frame angles of it. Oh, they did. Yeah, wow. like, arguing about it later. But I kind of miss the, uh, and I know it's stupid to say because it does. I kind of miss the old days of, well. It was a blown call, and that's part of the game. Lou Brock would not be the base-stealing champion he is if you could review every one of his stolen bases with with the ability to see grains of sand. Not only that, is that he came off the base every time he slid. And if you held the tag on him, 
has he was he, uh, there's a few shots of Lou Brock hovering over a base, calling timeout with a glove on his back, and he's not touching it. But he beat the throw, which used to be the umpire's job. If he beats the throw, that's what you call. If he rolls off the base, that's one thing. But well, he's calling, if he beats it, and then he kind of bounces off for a second, and he's got it again. And there's nothing you can do about there that. Seems anymore. to be a lot of close plays in this Cubs. Well. Dodger series, like I, I don't know, like the Indians series didn't seem like they had as many. No. Well, the Blue Jays never had a, a base runner, so I mean, yeah. if you don't have anybody on base, there's not a lot of close. It just seems like an abnormal amount, but it, it's ruined football because technology has made it so you can't, you, you can see if a guy's moving the football on the sidelines to the point now where you can see his fingers kind of, you can slow mo down per, and it's wrecking it. It's HD as great as it is, is also ruining the game. We can see a fly on Hillary Clinton's face. That's right. And lipstick on her teeth. <laughs> Which before you couldn't. And Hillary and Donald, uh, Craig Gass will be in a little bit this morning. And his girlfriend is at uh, an event in New York City where they're staying at the Waldorf Astoria. Or I'm sorry, it wasn't uh, Craig. It was my friend Chris. We all had dinner last night. So Chris's girlfriend was there. And, he, and she was called him and said, I'm miserable. The, this conference I'm going to is at the Waldorf Astoria in New York City, which also happened to be where they were having this big Catholic. Al Smith was a governor of New York, and they have this big uh, uh, gala every year. Charity uh, dinner. Catholic charity thing, charity Catholic dinner. charity dinner uh, with both presidential candidates. They do it during an election cycle. And Hillary and Donald were there, and it took Jen hours to walk from the Kinko's over back to her hotel because when they got there, you couldn't even get into your own hotel room. So you just had to walk all the way around New York City to go through this because Secret Service had everything closed back in. And if you're a Waldorf Astoria guest, you got you had to go around. It was a nightmare. It closed down the whole city. And uh, the funny thing was, it's kind of a roast. I never even really knew about this uh, so much. So last night, Donald and Hillary are at this thing, and they both get up, and the first thing you say is, Your Excellency... Eminence uh, and uh, all the Excelsior beings from the planet Niptu. I don't know what they're saying. They start this whole thing off instead of just saying ladies and gentlemen or distinguished guests. They're starting to talk to the Catholics as your excellency uh, and all this stuff. So it's a Catholic fundraiser where everybody roasts each other, which I found ironic. But the Donald is up there roasting Hillary and, and he got booed like crazy. They were saying that uh, nobody's been booed since like Jimmy Carter in and that 1980. Was policies. It was yeah, just it was simply policy over stuff. policies. And, uh, and uh, Trump and Hillary. He made some great. The best joke I think uh, Trump had last night was he went up and he said, "I uh, find myself backstage, and all and Hillary keeps bumping into me, and she keeps saying, pardon me." Which is basically saying, if you're president, pardon me, because I know you want, you want to have yeah. me arrested. And the joke was funny. People, boo! I mean, this was this was not his, his audience. Wow, tough crowd. <laughs> but then he started to say, corrupt, corrupt, she's so corrupt. This one's going to get me in trouble. Here we go. <laughs> not with Hillary. You know, the president told me to stop whining. But I really have to say, the media is even more biased this year than ever before. Ever. You want the proof? Michelle Obama gives a speech, and everyone loves it. It's fantastic. They think she's absolutely great. My wife, Melania, gives the exact same speech. <laughs> That's pretty solid. That's a and great people job. get on her case. 
And I don't get it. I don't know why. You know, come to think of it, it's amazing I'm up here after Donald. I didn't think he'd be okay with a peaceful transition of power. <laughs> Donald's, you know, last night, Donald's drunk. Yeah, he looked I called I Hillary a too. nasty woman. But this stuff is all relative. After listening to Hillary rattle on and on and on, I don't think so badly of Rosie O'Donnell anymore. <laughs> See, I'm voting In for fact, this guy. These are great jokes. I'm he actually starting to like Rosie a lot. <laughs> Notice there is no teleprompter here tonight, which is probably smart because maybe you saw Donald dismantle his prompter the other day. And I get that. They're hard to keep up with. And I'm sure it's even harder when you're translating from the original Russian. That's beautiful. See, now this should be the debate. It should be Jeff, Jeff Ross should judge it. And it should be a roast battle. Very entertaining. It is all, and this is where the booze starts. Just before taking the dais, Hillary accidentally bumped into me, and she very civilly said, pardon me. <laughs> Hillary oh, liked it. <laughs> it is great also to see Mayor Bloomberg here. This is how I want my presidents. In your mama jokes. It's a shame he's not speaking tonight. I'm curious to hear what a billionaire has to say. <laughs> See, these are all good jokes. Here she is tonight, in public, pretending not to hate Catholics. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was... Everyone knows it. <laughs> that was a little flat. <laughs> you can't do that at a Catholic party. <laughs> Which only makes sense, after all, in places like Haiti where she's taken a number of them. Oh my God, Donald, that's not a joke. That's Look at the, uh, yeah, she's stone-faced oh. on that one. Oh, and then the, his <laughs> Donald wanted me oh, drug-tested before last night's debate. And, and look, I gotta tell you, I am so flattered that Donald thought I used some sort of performance enhancer. This is a good one here, watch this. Now, actually, I did. It's called preparation. Yeah, that was oh, well done. That's a good singer. You told the Catholics she hates you. They just gave like a billion dollars to this foundation. But anyway, so the Catholics every year hold a roast every election process to where you just bash the tar out of each other, which I find odd that that's the group that puts this together. They love to drink. They, well, they do they love drinking and evidently insulting the crap out of each other <laughs> and then turning the other cheek afterwards. But man, oh man. And thou shalt not judge. What's with the booing? Well, you're not supposed right. to boo. That was a good. It, hey, he's right. She's not a real big fan of the, you know, the right churchy thing. They should have cheered that. There's a bunch of Catholics in the audience, but no, it was a New York thing. So it got, it got pretty fun and a little bit heated. But Donald got booed for his jokes, and I don't think that's right because I thought those were some pretty solid. Fun. Well, all the, yeah, a lot of those ones in the beginning were solid. Well, they're great. They're, just not, they're all not going to hit homers. Here's the thing that bothers me. After all the mean and all the other stuff, when it comes down to it, if there's enough money involved and the Catholic Church has tons of it, they're going to play nice together. They're oh, going to follow the rules. Me? They're going to joke around. They're going to be buddy buddy, throwing elbows at each other, and get along in a room. When they're talking to us, 
see how fast you can divide the country on opinions. Yep. But when they're doing it for the cash, when the big money investors, and don't think the Catholic Church yeah. isn't one of them. Please see through some of Way this. nice to both sides and look at them. They were, they were totally able to get along. They followed the rules of the church. Uh, nobody wanted to step out of bounds. And that was it. Another line he had that was great. He said that Hillary's so corrupt she would have been kicked off the Watergate team. <laughs> yeah, there's some gems in there. But that's what we need. We need a debate on foreign policy. We need a debate on a economics. And then a roast. Yeah. I think that's how we need to. to uh, and well, we got it. I mean, at least we got a lot of audio from now, it. Now, Hillary will, most of the time, the Democrats will win the roast, which tells right. me something because they've got better writers. They're Hollywood. You know, they've yeah. got a lot of uh, more entertainers involved. Obviously. But boy, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> Donald's got a few gems of his own, so he's got a couple of right wing writers on his hand. You can go get Mel Gibson to do some writing for him. But that was Dennis Miller. Cool. And Dennis Miller is just classic. All of the references will get lost on a lot of people, but it'd be a little long. I just find, I, you know, I'd be more interested in church if. Uh, and now we open our hymnals to Rostus 13 12. The Lord spake, Your mama is so fat. They actually, because I grew up Catholic, they. They actually, some of the some of them priests will get up there and do some jokes and yeah. goof around, and right. some of them can be very entertaining. And it's yeah. always when you walk out of a Catholic church, all the older Catholics they judge how yeah. it oh, went. Oh yeah, they're, they're all talking yeah. about. Yeah. I think he did a wonderful yeah. job, or a, if he sucked, he, beautiful he sermon. Did yeah. you <laughs> see the convocation? What a beautiful sermon! It is hilarious do. to listen. To. It is just they're just talking yeah. crap. Well, as, they older, the as they get older, as they get older. Uh, the more beautiful those sermons get. You notice that an old person never, they'll come out and they'll go, well, I preferred it when, when the old guy used to give it. Now this young kid's up right. there and he's making jokes and it's inappropriate. But as they get closer to dying, every sermon's more beautiful because they don't even, just in case God liked it, they're not burning any uh, bridges with that. I thought he was marvelous today. My grandma, you know, I love her to death. God rest her soul. She I would gone? Say, I guess. Yeah, she's dead. Uh, but she used to talk oh, yeah. like crap about like people's outfits. Oh, yeah. Of like, course. Come out of there just like, did you see what she was wearing? Of course. It's all a big roast. <laughs> and if you don't believe like, in it, that's it. what happens to you. You get roasted. So, yeah, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting place to have a big roast off. And it's evidently a tradition that every year you go up, it's like the correspondence dinner where you're allowed to kind of free for all. Right. But. Right. Donald making those jokes, pretty solid. I'd like him to try a couple of those on the uh, the next debate. He's, he's done a few, but it was pretty solid. I like when he tells jokes more than I do when he wants when he when he is a joke. <laughs> Some guy emailed me yesterday. So you're not voting for Trump? So you're a wild liberal? And I'm like, oh my god, no. Wow. I just consider myself. Why is it one or the sane? other? Well, because they just assume that if I'm not going to vote there, I have to vote for the other. And it's that's annoying. Yeah, look yeah, at annoying. even Tort Bogan came in here yep. yesterday. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm probably not going to vote for either. Wow, Torp, that's impressive. A little shocking. Oh, that was the best part was is when he said the thing I told him. I said, you know, Palm Springs is one of the gayest cities in America per capita. <laughs> is that right? You know where else is? Columbus. I'm like, Columbus, Ohio has a big gay population. Oh, yeah. And he starts rattling off where the gays are. And he goes, not a fan of it, but I suppose that's the way we're going. <laughs> and Brady just hangs his head. Ah, crap. That's fodder. <laughs> of course he's not a fan of it. He's a man in his 80s who was raised to believe that a man shall not put his pee-pee there. Are you sure he didn't think gay men happy? 
No, he knew. Nah, <laughs> Did he know? Yeah. He's hyper aware of it. Old men are not fans of gay, and that's something you can't change, so stop trying. They raised. They were raised to believe that's crazy and hellbound and all that stuff. So. Well, a lot, but I mean, there there's still a few some gay men that are getting married. So. Sure, old gay men. Yeah, they've been hiding them. I'm talking oh, about yeah. old gay men. Old gay men are gay. They, they're for gay. <laughs> Very few old gay men are like, goddamn gays. I hate these freaks. It uh, just makes me want to put my wang right in that guy's mouth and shut him up about Trash all his gay rights. Tell you what, they took my rainbow away. I got half a mind to f*** all of them right in the back door. Right in the puss. No, gross. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting, but I, I did enjoy the, uh, the... If it wasn't for the WNBA Finals last night, I got an email from a guy that said, uh, I'm telling you right now, John, that uh, you, you're, you're missing the point. Let me find it here. You're missing the point after last night's WNBA game. It's for little girls. It isn't. There aren't enough. It isn't. It's for a few. It's for your little girl. She might right. like basketball. There's a few little girls out there, and it doesn't empower them. It's an embarrassment. When your little girl finds out that this WNBA thing's been funded by the men's league because it's a failure in every direction, that's called, um, I don't know, patronizing. It's basically saying, well, your little league's adorable, and we certainly don't want to kick you off because you're a failure, so we'll give you some money. It's like daddy well, funding your college even though you're failing. It's, it's, it's awful. It's what we've been, not to tie it to Trump, but the audacity to say that this is this is legitimate when it's propped up by the by the NBA like that is a little bit extreme as well. Wow. To try and tell all the little girls that yeah. you've got hope and all this. You're, you're a girl, you can do anything you want. So as long as the can, men's league pays so, for so it. So you can make a fraction of what yeah. the men make well, playing the same beyond sport. Beyond that, it doesn't even matter on that. Your league wouldn't part of it. Your league wouldn't exist if it wasn't right. for the men's league. Right. And that's, that's insulting. They should right. sit back and say it's a failure, we need to regroup. But instead, they take the men's money on their failed league and say, we're strong, we're women, we can do anything we want. It's like, wait a second. This is the most, uh, you're, you're fooling yourself. And it's been that way for years. Though. I mean, all the colleges, they have girls basketball. Sure. But it's just there because of But it's a terrible product that basically. no one wants to go to. And Title no, it's nine, there because of Title Nine. Yeah, they forced it. And it's fine. No, college, I agree. Girls yeah, college basketball is a little more competitive when you get to the top four. But the only way they can fund it is because the men's basketball Absolutely does true. so well. And, and football. And the whole the money had to be divided yeah. and shared and everything. You're right. Would anybody go? Would it be a success? Would the college still spend money on No. And that's I, if I was a woman, I'd be more mad at that. We're, we're, they're fooling themselves into thinking they've got this power woman structure. And it's funded by the men's league. That's insulting. No one likes your league, so the men will keep it alive by pay. Oh, you've got a nice little hobby there, honey. It's what they used to do to to uh, wives in the 50s. Oh, she she enjoys her little job at the drugstore. I'll let her do it two hours a week. You know, when the men were like, no woman of mine's going to work, but she seems to, I allow it. It's it's that. So take your WNBA and shove it right up your ass. It's the <laughs> It's probably the 1950s wife of sports. Oh, I hate it. And it isn't for your little girl. Teach your little girl the truth about it, and maybe you should uh, pull away from it. Till it finally goes away. <laughs> you crack me up. I hate it. <laughs> Why? You hate it, but you don't even watch it. Because I can't turn on SportsCenter anymore. Even... What? I, 
They did a story on it last night. What at the end? That's the no, champion. in the they middle. Did one story. No, because the NBA pays uh, ESPN a, a ton of money. I know that, but they don't make it the lead. It wasn't a lead, but it was a third story in. You had the Dodgers and Cubs, and then they had another story about the, the kicker for the Giants, which is great. He's not allowed Man, to leave the country. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and they knew that, so they've kept it quiet until the week they had to go to London. So Josh Brown can't go because he's a felon. Uh, and then the third one's like, all right. Big doings and a great classic finish. I'm like, no, it wasn't. And then I had to turn it because I wanted more Cubs Dodgers info that I wasn't getting off FS1. And by the way, uh, your Chicago Cubs made it so uh, Fox Sports 1 Network was the number one watch sports network. First time ever at beat ESPN. ESPN got trounced. Well, because they're showing WNBA games. Well, that and everyone on Fox Sports 1 is a former ESPN employee. Yeah, that's true. They fired everyone. But yeah, just, you know. I have a specialized uh, channel for just women's sports. You can't do it because it would fail. They got this guy glom into my stuff. So bitter. It's man. awful. I'm not bitter. I'm truthful. I'm honest about it. It is a, you, you know what you should do? You should dress it all up in a nice June Cleaver gown and have it deliver your brownies every time you come home because that's what it is. It's a 1950s wife that's being uh, living under the thumb of a man. It is the least feminist thing that's happening in sports in all of sports well, I, I'm, I'm a little confused they had the entire post game with like Pete Rose and all that yeah, I watched so that. you watched all that I watched a lot of that then you had to turn to sports center I wanted and then to see the other side of it. I wanted to, I'm, I'm I I absorbed the info lot quite a bit and then I turned it <laughs> then I turned it to a Even show I stopped watching oh, you know, the, the post game I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, all the, the feet, really? things I may have not oh yeah I love it oh. Well, after the Steelers games, I turned to WDVE in my backyard and listened to the press conferences. Uh, probably That's three hours of post game. Good afternoon. I listened to a lot of Mike Tomlin. Three, hours of, three hours of post game. I want to hear what the people of Pittsburgh are saying. I want to hear Charlie Batch's approach. <laughs> I love it. Maybe that's your your issue, really. Look, and then and then it's eleven fifteen. I'm like, oh geez, I got to masturbate and get out of here. <laughs> Megan's in her room, and I turned it to, to lingerie on the on Cinemax. There were back to back episodes, and I closed the door on myself and went out like a light. I was using Nyquil for a while. By the way, why is your wife on the top of the Yahoo? Oh yeah, what's going on? She's making up paying off credit. Holy cow, blonde Megan is paying off credit card. That's you want to take a look at working, and you didn't even know it. She's modeling again and has the blonde hair back. I knew that bitch was up to no good. (laughs) Where's this money? I say. Text her immediately. Yeah. Anyway, feminists, your WNBA is a farce. Put your gowns and your aprons on. It is. You're in the kitchen. The man is controlling everything. Couldn't be more right. What's the in the big board of music? The man is in your Literally. kitchen. Literally. <laughs> Take off your shoes and push your baby belly all over the place. Because you are being 1950s. Your subjects. And if the NBA decides he doesn't want you anymore, he's going to go do something else. You're at the mercy of man, feminist, in that particular regard. And you're embarrassing yourself. Wake Up Song brought to you by HomeTeam123.com. We're doing our first time home buyers forum tomorrow. So, uh... There Get in there. We're going to show a free movie. What you time? Just, uh, we're going to do it at uh, 10 a.m., and then the movie starts at 11. Okay, so you're out of there way before the Cubs game. Oh, they're, yeah, They're yeah. showing Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. You're going to watch Jack Reacher? Yeah. One star. Really? No. Yeah, it's getting terrible reviews. You might want to switch that up. Well, HUD picked it up. Oh, Hudson. <laughs> Jack Reacher, too. I can blame him. But if you want to see it for free, I don't even care. If you don't even... 
want to buy a house. Just come on down. What the hell? <laughs> just come down, have a beer, watch a movie with Tex- us. Text home to 69922. Is it a beer theater? No. Oh. It's Arizona Mills. I'm not good at selling your product there, Eric. I apologize. That's Taking right. people to a one-star movie is a terrible idea. Let's I, get... He was excited. The homebuyer seminar the whole family. The homebuyer seminar is going to be more exciting than that horrible movie of it. Probably. <laughs> Text home to 69922 if you want to go. We got some extra seats, so come on down see a free movie. What the hell? Uh, we got uh, Disturbed up here, Guarded. We might as well do uh, like a double shot of Disturbed and Seven Dust. Disturbed is tonight, so we can do their song, and then Seven Dust is tomorrow night. Want to do that? Yeah, I think that's double a good shot. idea. Right, right, disturbed, Guarded, and Denial. Seven, seven Dust, dust Denial. Great. Guy just emailed me and said, John, to add to your WNBA point, my brother sent me a text yesterday. It said, Reason 52, I don't consider this to be a legitimate sport. Candace Parker was drinking iced Starbucks coffee in the locker room interview immediately before the game. Yeah, if you can have a belly full of coffee during your game. Getting amped up. Well, they used to do it for football, though. I don't know if you can remember. Really... But it cramped them up. They found out this is a terrible thing yeah. for football. You get terrible cramps from coffee. Bill Lewis used to tell us they used to have tons of coffee. Oh, in there. That, yeah, but that wasn't the only thing Bill Lewis did. <laughs> yeah, they had pills and, and coffee. And... And he was, there was a guy named Dr. Feelgood that was in the locker, too, that can make <laughs> those cramps go away in a second. Yeah, I just I get I get so fired up about this whole goddamn thing with women's sports. Charlie, any news on your Unky Dave? Has the family email been uh, circulated that whether or not he's he's made it to Palm Springs and everything's okay? I have no idea. No one talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You're the guy in the family. No one talks. To the black me. sheep. <laughs> you really are the black sheep. Oh. I got a text from Aunt Mary. Oh yeah. Oh, about, you and Aunt like, Mary. When I get into Chicago for my sister's wedding, I just. Aunt Mary sends you religious uh, paraphernalia to try to swing you. Yeah. yeah. You're going to fight with Aunt Mary. Scienti- it was like a scientific argument for the reason for yeah. the creator, and the guy wasn't a scientist. The author wasn't a scientist, though. <laughs> Just so a I, don't know, I don't know how that works. But you and Aunt Mary are going to be in a big fight at your sister's Did you wedding. fire back yet? No, I haven't fired back yet. No, I'm saving can't. up all my ammo. Oh, see, this Dropping is not the good. nuke at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Really? I would fire back. He's going to, but he's picking a terrible time every because time. you're going back to a wedding that's filled with Aunt Mary. Yeah, you're going to look like the asshole. You're going to be the atheist asshole. You can't do it that way because that's how they see you now as the angry atheist. Yeah. You're better off doing it before. Uh, and you, then when you get there, be all nicey nice. Passive aggressively send her a text about how her lifestyle is the wrong way <laughs> and that you hope someday she finds out that everything she believes is wrong. <laughs> Because that's what she's doing to you. And the second you do it passively, she may pass that note on to everyone else. They're already going to continue. But you can't nuke but see, it if at I'm your really sister's mean wedding. To her, if I'm really mean to her, she'll stop talking to me. Yeah, but so will a ton of other people. And then you're going to get more. No, you're going to get more letters from other family members because your family's very hands-on. They are. And they're going to start bothering you more. Once you piss Aunt Mary off, everybody's going to come running to her defense. If she stops talking to you because of that, then she doesn't like you anyway. She doesn't no, like she Charlie because yeah. he believes wrong. Well, then the hell with it. Then I agree with that. Bye bye. But if she's going to start sending you stuff, you tell her she believes wrong. You cut ties with just Aunt Mary, and still be great to everybody else who hasn't done it. But the second you do this, you're going to lose family members like crazy. Yeah, if she ever sent me a text like you got, I will. Oh, the missiles flying well, right I, and, back. And I got to commend you. At your age, not firing back immediately was impressive. That is impressive. I oh, I stood. I was throwing the book around my apartment. <laughs> you started to text me, swearing. I you got to get it out, words man. When Need some video of that throwing a Bible? <laughs> wasn't a Bible. Oh, the reason to go pick up the Bible. Well, when I got the package, I thought it was. I was like, oh god, this is a Bible. Like it was a book-shaped <laughs> package. I was like, this is some. Oh my oh. god, she just sent me a Bible. Well, I hope you're Mary Jean so on the return address. Yeah, so oh it's well god. known. Your oh yeah. anti 
religious yeah, ways. Yeah, I mean, my family talks like crazy. Okay, like, a couple weeks ago, Mary was sick. My parents call me up. They're like, oh, yeah, how's Mary? Oh, you know, she's not feeling too good. She's a little sick. Uh, two days later, my grandma calls me, Bunny, and she's like, oh, so we heard Mary's sick. I was like, wow. how'd you find that out? <laughs> like, everybody knows everyone everything. talks. They all know each other. They all know what's going on, even the yeah. slightest things. Small things like getting sick, everyone knows yeah. in a matter of days. And then you should say in those moments, well, without science, she's going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear she's sick, but without science, she's going to die. Your prayers aren't helping. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't say that to them. They'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Well, anyway, Charlie, I hope your Uncle Dave does fairly well at his, go- his tennis tournament. We'll miss him. Me and Torp out there watching each other play. Uh, we got a Brady report coming up in just moments. Oh, yeah, we got to do the wake-up songs first, huh? Forgot about that. Got a whole sidetrack by another bogan. Uh, let's get at it. We'll start with Disturbed, which is tonight. Yes. And uh, that's pretty awesome because you got a hell of a show tonight. Nothing more, I believe, followed by Chevelle and then Disturbed. Yes. That right. is a concert, everybody. That is a great lineup. So, uh, at wow. the hockey arena, not a bad place to yeah. see a show either. It's a great, the sound system there Ramstein is unreal. Awesome. So this is going to be pretty awesome. So uh, load that thing up and get it together. We'll do Disturbed and Seven Dust back-to-back for a concert psyching weekend of uh, awesome shows. Uh, we'll start off with Disturbed. It's 98 KUPD. Go get it. Oh, I got it right here. Huh? All right. There's a little Seven Dust for you. It is a Denial. 702 in the morning sickness. There's your wake-up songs. Concert psyching rock. All the matter and the such. Uh, Craig Gass is back as Craig Gass Week continues. You're kind of filling in uh, for Eric, really. Who's filling in for Brady? Oh, I was ready to do my Brady. Yeah, too. You can do if you want to do that. Oh man, yeah, I, I uh, killed a guy once. Welcome <laughs> everybody, always. Um, there's a uh, bringing up the, uh, you know, um, I didn't kill anybody. If you guys have any questions about the Bible, I kind of know a little bit about. It. I read the beginning. <laughs> And the end parts, but the middle is really wordy. I read the forward. <laughs> or the the dedication. Get the forward. I read the dedication to the Bible. <laughs> Actually, it's strange about that. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, you got been, him to snort. You've been using the neti pot, too? I've been snorting like crazy. I use a neti pot. Oh, my Lord. It opened up both sinuses, and now when I laugh, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot in public now. I used to be like, an, when I try to be cool or casual, I'm like, oh, that's a very funny story. Uh, your excellence. <laughs> I adopted it. I was I dated a girl who snorted when she laughed, and I thought it was so adorable that I ended up inheriting it. Oh, you saw you snort. picked it up because it was too cute not to do. Yeah, and, I, and that was like so, fifteen years. ago. You find that you think you're more adorable snorting? No, I just I, it was like a sympathy snort, and oh. then I couldn't get rid of it. And now it sticks. I know I'm the same way. I don't. Yeah. Mine's my neti pot. I know exactly where it started and why. Is there it a sympathy thing you do with Megan that? Uh, uh, I bleed once a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm beautiful. so glad I asked that question. I'm so glad yeah. I asked that question. I, 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 That's how much I love you. Yeah, I, I will bleed for you. I become incredibly irritable for about 37 hours, and everybody better expect that to be normal. Nice. Yeah, that's how I'm. I'm sympathetic in that regard. Where does it? Nah, that won't ask. I'll, t- I'll show you once. No, it's kind of right. neat how I do it. It's really amazing. Uh, at 7.03, we got a Brady Report hosted by your friend Eric coming up in moments. Craig yeah. Gass is with us. He's at the Tempe Improv all weekend long if you want to head on down there. Uh, Tempeimprov.com is how you grab tickets to Craig, and uh, he's going to join us for the Guadalupe Squares. Probably, and I, and I say this as good friends with Frank Caliendo, your impressions are just ridiculously spot on. You've always been incredibly generous. Yeah, it's scary, because I do a ton of impressions, too, and I have a few I'm pretty proud of, but there's a couple that I look at you, and I don't even laugh. My eyebrows just fall and go, that's... that's Way better than Caliendo. 
right, there you go. That's you where got he's that going. Too. Eric and Kelly. <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear that, Frank? Yeah. Frank, did you hear that? They just insulted you in your own hotel. Now, I didn't say they were relevant, but they're very good. <laughs> yeah, that one. You're going to have problems with that Kinnison going it's forward. It's like uh, Super Dave Osborne is the one I was going with for years. I'm like, please make a comeback. Please. How uh, does Super Dave go? What is it? Uh, well, if you want to. <laughs> If you want to get involved in a Super Dave off, then we can do that. But as I see, it almost right now, sounds like Jesse Ventura. I, I don't even know. Yeah, the Jesse Ventura we had him on, and we ended up doing that impression for like really? weeks. I don't understand. If I was the governor of Minnesota, you turn my plane around. Sorry. So I do a couple of them. You know, I got a couple that I'm pretty proud of. But Norm McDonald does a uh, spot well, on. Well, we did it together. Super Dave? In a podcast No once, And we were having a blast. I, he loves impressions. Yeah. And then I remember saying to him, I go, but I go, people do impressions of you, yeah. though, right? Don't people, uh, and he goes, yeah, they do. You know, they always sound retarded. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they go, hey, I'm Norm McDonald. You know? Norm's nuts. And he loves impressions a ton. He came on the show once and he's like, uh, why don't you and I do a scene from a movie together as other people? And he had us print up the scene from The Godfather. Where uh, it got weird. It got real weird, but Norm wouldn't stop. Really? And it was a huge monologue of when they kicked that lounge singer, the Frank Sinatra guy. The guy was a fake, fake Frank Sinatra, but it was the he's yelling at him, kicking him out. He wanted to be Super Dave Osborne. He wanted me to be Liam Neeson. Really? And so all my line was, I had one line, and then this five minute thing as Super Dave. Oh wow! Reading Godfather lines. And it was weird, but it was hilariously weird because it was just so far out in left field. Anyway, we'll get into more impressions later. But, yeah, Craig Gass at the Improv this weekend. You want to see some uh, some fairly – like Christopher Walken, for instance. Let's tease him for a second. It's a great joke that you can tell your friends. What do you call a fat Chinese guy? A chunk. Pow. That's a great joke. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> send your letters to John Holt. No, no, do not send letters to me. <laughs> Send letters of praise to John Holt. Uh, it's 7.06. We've got a Brady Report coming up next. It's 98. 98KUPD. It is Chevelle. That's Concert Psyching Rock, too. Everything is Concert Psyching Rock in this damn city. Uh, Chevelle, Disturbed. Of course, Nothing More. Are you familiar with Nothing More, Craig? Yeah, I know the band. I don't of course know you do. No, no, no. I mean, like, I, know, I, I know of the band. You have a oh, story. See, yeah. How did I, you meet them? I, you know, I might have met them. I, you I don't know, know them. Don't lie to me. No, I, I might have met them. I don't, I don't know. But I, I know that that band's been around sometimes. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah one of the best live bands ever. Are they You cool? should skip your show, like everybody else, evidently, and go see Nothing More. Yeah. Uh, it's Craig's tonight at the Tempe Improv. <laughs> you can go over I, there. You know what I found out? Uh... We sold a lot of tickets for Corey Holcomb. Yes, we did. Corey's doing great. Corey is having a great night. They think you're Corey Holcomb. Uh, he's a great comedian. If you want to go down confused. there, man, he's funny. And uh, so you can go, and it's you know, it's the Gila River. You can go to, out to the arena for hockey. Come back, catch Corey's late show. You know what's weird about coming back to Arizona is um, I get I'm getting messages from women who had sex with my friends while I was dating them. Really? Like, oh my God, you're back. You're at the Improv. Can I get tickets? And I'm like. That's a really weird... Are they still having sex with your friends? They could be. I <laughs> you're mean, just I don't know. Not, not that close to yeah, them. I just moved yeah. on with my life, and it's <laughs> and it's weird to hear from exes. Do you who... get them tickets? No. Yeah, you can't do that. You just right? send them the link to buy them. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. the, the glory of the blue line on your text. Here's a link to tickets. Yours are waiting for you. Just follow these easy steps. It's like, do you ever get people that you haven't heard from in forever? It's like, call ASAP. It's an emergency. It's like, uh, no emergency. I need to be a part of <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> if I haven't seen you in that long, this yeah. emergency is not that important. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the problem. With, you're, you're too friendly. Yeah. You know everybody. You've yeah. met everybody. 
You've opened um, that door. That you've done but that once to yourself. You have, yeah, once, your if fault. we're dating and then you've had sex with my friends and I bail, it's it's why would you come back? Wait a minute. Years later, I am misunderstood. Then, so they were having sex with your friends while they were dating you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, they were yeah. dating ex girlfriends who banged your friends. Who banged they my friends on you and cheated on me. Yeah. And they want tickets to your show. That's, like, that's ballsy. Yeah. And you Isn't even, it? You even <laughs> answer their call? No, it's on Facebook. Oh, it's on I would Facebook. block them. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it gives you good numbers. <laughs> so, man, that's a double edge there in the entertainment industry. Yeah, I see that. A lot of X's in the crowd at the improv this weekend. <laughs> a lot of It'll be really tickets. easy to get laid this weekend that's right. at the improv. For your friends, evidently, as yeah. well, because these girls are not exactly loyal. Wow. Yeah. Craig Gass, hosing half the audience <laughs> and, uh, and doing it at his own dime. This go, is no go good. Go down there. You might get hosed. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, Buy your uh, tickets. Uh, normally, Brady does a news segment here. What it's we do? the news. The Brady Report, you see? Uh, Brady is not here. He's playing old man tennis in Palm Springs. Is that uh, why he's not here? Yeah. he's. Uh, What's you, old man tennis? Uh, it's old, literally old men playing tennis. He okay. play, he's a very good tennis player. Brady's a very good tennis player. Uh, mm-hmm. He's over 50 years old, so he plays in the USTA leagues. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, it seems impressive. I hate to keep <laughs> squashing Brady's love. Is he ranked? Uh, no. Uh, it's USTA. You have to pay to be part of it. What's... Okay. He's a he's a four. I think he's close to a four or five, which is as high as you can. It's go. like he's being a, a member of a club. But yeah, exactly. And he's a doubles. He's but he's in the USTA forty plus doubles championships, which Good is very him. impressive because he's him. fifty plus and he does a great thing. But he he has to pay for his room, has to pay to travel, and there's no prize money. <laughs> so Eric and I bet him two hundred dollars that he'll lose. To motivate him to win, that way he'll actually get something out of this, yeah. and we'll we'll gladly fork over the hundred bucks a piece, and he'll he'll probably still be in the red even if he does win the it's, tournament. Yeah, he took his dad. He's got to take him to. He's not. Gonna, this is going to one cost night him. a hotel in Palm Springs is going to like cost four hundred bucks, and he's yeah. like, they give us a deal, we get a good discount. <laughs> I'm like, well, it still should be like if it was a legitimate operation, it would be covered. Good for him. Eh. It's fun. Know. Hey, it's, it's fun. It's you know? cute. But you want to temper excitement because... Good for him. Good for him. Is, you're right. Good for him. Craig's right. I mean, what else? It, it, that's a fun... Listen, he's you, over yeah. 50. He's having fun. <laughs> See, that's mean. Yeah. Well, you're, you're saying, the one who said he's yeah, over... I know. Well, look, I try to keep it real with him. That This is a complete waste of time and money. I think when Holmberg says he's over 50, it's like, okay, then I say it's over 50. Oh, don't be a dick. <laughs> well, you said it. Don't be a dick. You said it I'm... kind of condescending, like, it's nice that he's out of the house. Look, he's over 50. <laughs> you did kind of yeah. push him out. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying he's over 50. It may be time to just admit I am it's sitting in his chair. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. saying this. Very true. Uh, it's time now for Eric to give the Brady Report. Brought to you by Juby. You want a Juby, Craig? What's a Juby? Oh, it's, the, it's this awesome, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a neurotropic, which basically uh, is... It, it kind of has the same effects as an Adderall, only it's all natural. Yeah, I know. Look at you. You're excited. But it keeps, drugs. keeps you, you super alert. So you can't do no, that. No, no. This is the thing for people who I have had a heart attack. But, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything bad. All it right. keeps you alert and aware. Get him, get it, get get him, him a juvie. Toledo. Can I snort it? I swear to you. Oh, my God. He's back. Get him, too. <laughs> I hate to be the catalyst for your problem. This stuff's outstanding. I, I take Club it. Club starts texting you. Yeah. Do you know where Craig is? We haven't seen him since He's your appearance. Norton, something called Juby. He's going nuts. That's like when I lived with Mitch Hedberg. He he moved into a hotel. He he, he signed a million dollar deal with Fox, and then he moved out of the apartment and just started living at the Chelsea Hotel. Uh-huh. And I started getting these messages like, "Do you know where Mitch is?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's at the." 
He's at the hotel. And I guess that's when he really went deep went with drugs. Yeah. Boy. Which was a bummer. Hey, is it somebody emailed me yesterday? I don't even want to, I don't know if I want to bring this up, but I have to. Go ahead. Um, somebody emailed me yesterday and said they watched you do blow on stage once. Here. No, I didn't. I was on Coke on stage uh-huh. um, at the improv, and I kept looking down on my shirt because it was black, and I was uh-huh. like, is that Coke? Is that Coke? Some and guy kept... said he was at a show and saw a guy come up because you said, hey, has anybody got drugs joking around? A guy came up and said, and you said, is this for real? And the show stopped, and the two of you guys snorted something <laughs> out of his hand, and then the show started again. Really? Yeah. Is that that's possible? Awesome. The only way that would be making po- it up. I'll say this: the only way that's possible is if it happened at the bash on Ash. I think that's what he said. Really? If it because that was a crazy, crazy okay. show. Yeah, I. That, he said the show was great, but that he just yeah. couldn't believe that like, I ended up, this was happening. I ended up on stage for two hours. Oh my god! Hammered and and just drinking shots after shots, and I even and this is a terrible thing to say. I even said uh, after like the tenth shot, I said. Everyone's cheering, and yeah. I go, all right, listen. All right, listen, here's the thing. I'm driving, okay? <laughs> so here's what we'll do. When the show ends, let me leave first, okay? I'll go first, and I'll clear the streets. And then give me 30 minutes, and then you guys go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it was a terrible. God, it was terrible for you. Yeah. And it's so good that you, because you're clean as a whistle. Yeah, it'll be, like it's uh, insane. God willing, it'll be yeah. 12 years I'll in December. Good Are sound. the shows better or worse now that you're clean? I thought they were great when I was hammered, and I, I I said something early on to a friend of mine. I walked off stage. The crowd was insane, and I couldn't control them, and I walked off and looked at my buddy, and I said, I, I hate to say this, but if I was drunk tonight, I would have I I totally killed that. <laughs> and my buddy goes, you're awful when you drink. And I go, oh, really? No, not on stage. And he goes, yeah. On, he goes, you ramble a lot when no you're kidding. drunk. And I go, really? And I've had moments on stage where I'm drinking like, this is killer. <laughs> I'm I am and, he, and he goes, hey, you're not focused when you drink. You, you're, you're, Juby. Your bit's like. You need Juby. Focus. It'll give you focus. focus. That's All what right. it does. What's, it's a neurotropic. If you want to look that up, I think I'm saying it wrong, but it's close yeah. to that. Just pound it. It's like a fruit punch. It tastes a little bit, uh, not Whoa. necessarily medicine-y, but it's got a little kick. It does medicine. Yeah, but it's really good, and it does work. Like it's a, it's a complete focus drink, and they're available at all Circle K's. You can go to tryjuby.com or uh, now in High Health. And I'm a huge fan. Ryan Bader from the UFC is the guy who started this. Really? Yeah, and uh, he's local, and, and I can't get enough of it. I love it. Get I drink ready it. for the 8 a.m. hour. Yeah, well, one <laughs> be hyper focused. Yeah. One every two uh, days. I'm I'm taking in the morning, and I swear to God, it's it's I'm so much different when I don't take it. And it isn't like I'm down or not. It's not an energy thing. It's so cool. It's good you're to just, have somebody testing it. You're not in the right parking lot offering to. Oh, I'd blow guys for guys. Maybe, but that's not because of Juby. Yeah. I just, you know what I like? I'm a giver, Craig. I like to go out and see somebody in need. It's a big hill to walk up here on 52nd Street. You <laughs> might want to hand doesn't it talk to Neanderthal that much anymore. <laughs> that's <awkward. laughs> right. Because because now we work in the same building. Now I got competition out there giving handies. And he's got big, fat hands. <laughs> Uh, anyway, here it is. It's your Brady Report with your uh, guest anchor, Eric O'Connell. Eric, go ahead. All right, we'll start off with uh, fun facts. Brady's yeah. fun facts. Yeah. At the Lincoln-Douglas Ooh. debates in 1858, you all right? were there. Uh, <laughs> one candidate spoke for 60 minutes. The other one spoke for 90. Whoa. And then the first one got to finish up with a 30-minute rebuttal. So it was a little different format. Jeez, back then. Did, did you I have to do that? Did, <laughs> I, was, I remember Lincoln was the 90. <laughs> yeah. And Douglas was the other guy. It was great. There's some really hot broads there. They don't debate like they used to. Yeah. I got I my photo that. taken with that big fire stick. <laughs> I think I'm doing March Simpson. Yeah, we both are. I'm not really. even. About the oh, same, really. Oh. 
Oh. I still love your idea of the, the putting them in the little tube. Now, this is my idea for a debate. Wall come down. Uh, peep shows. This way they can't talk over each other. So they're like, all right, Mr. Trump, uh, you have two minutes. Two minutes. Tell us your plan. And it starts to close. <laughs> and he has to, like, okay, my plan for the economy is this. And then he has to duck down. And he's got, and like, you can see him like wait, on the wait, side. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so the, you're going to close the tax <laughs> Your time is up. That'd be That's awesome. an awesome right, idea. Hillary rebuttal, and then boop, her starts going down, and she starts shouting. She's got an advantage because she doesn't have to duck as soon. I love that. That's yeah. a great idea. It's a great idea. I could solve all the world's problems, Craig. Nobody listens, for God's sake. And then Ken Bone, he comes up to put his quarter in. That's right. And then... And then <laughs> That's a great idea. Yes. Six supporters yes. can use their magic Jeez. tokens to yes. add 30 to 50 seconds That's to right. the... Cause and and they and you get three for each side. I'm sorry, Donald, you're out of tokens. Would anyone in the crowd like to use the magic token? <laughs> Please come in. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how camera ready Ken Bone is for oh, every yeah. appearance? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. It's, it's me, Ken Bone. I'm fully aware of how cool I am. Yeah, this is my look. 24 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Stella Artois. Which yeah. you love, John, has the oldest logo in the world. It's been used since the brewery was founded in Belgium in 1366. Wow. They had logos in 1366. Yeah, yeah. that very one. Good branding. Yeah, my, my, my friend Dave <laughs> did it. He came up with it. Shrubby. He was a, a frat brother. Shrubby Artois. Shrubby Artois. He's my Belgian frat boy. He used to order pizzas for a dead girl. <laughs> You think, you think Brady would have screwed that up, the Stella? He knows how to Stella say it. Stella Artois? Yeah. He just called it Stella. <laughs> he, he just stopped it. He got to dump that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was one of the edited lines from uh, Scent of a Woman. <laughs> she got a great ass. And a, and a Stella Artois. <laughs> you can hear that joke at the Tempe Improv That's right. this weekend. Yeah, if you, if you dumped out in your car, Craig will tell it again Stella this Stella <laughs> Hello, Stella Artois. Uh, Stella Artois, Al. <laughs> you're saying you're very close. The Guinness World I Record. I never cared for Stella. Stella Artois. <laughs> the Guinness World Record for the longest jump smell. by a guinea pig is 1.57 feet. Okay. It was set by a guinea pig named Truffles in England in 2012. One foot? Yes, 1.57. This pig, Stella Artois. <laughs> Truffles actually broke his own record. That's pretty good. Uh, Richard Nixon got into politics by answering a classified ad. A group of Republicans in California took out an ad looking for someone new to back in the congressional election, and Nixon responded. Wow. Then he won. How about that? Hmm. Those were the days. You get a good quality candidate like Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we got to make America great again like that. Check the classifieds, I guess. All the great Americans are in there. I'm going to run for whatever this is. It would actually take five minutes for a rag soaked in uh, chloroform to knock someone unconscious. Not the two seconds it takes in movies. In movies. Fun fact. Five minutes? you got to hold that over five someone's minutes. nose? Man. So if you're planning on using some boring porn. Yeah, yeah, really boring <laughs> porn. So rapists never use it. No. No. That's why they use roofies. First time rapists huh. get like freaked out. Like, what's right. going down? Going down. <laughs> what's happening? That's right, first time rape. When they get their kit, they assume this is going to be much. <laughs> they get, they get their rape yeah, kit. Yeah, get your rape kit. It's like this is I, this is expediting my endeavor much better than I. Well, doesn't work. It's like sea monkeys, they don't just show up the first day. Tempe improv. <laughs> rape kit. Everybody leaves with one. Check under your seats. You get a rape kit. You get a rape kit. A uh, twenty-nine a mask. A bush you can hide behind. 
<laughs> you got to grow the bush. With the bush. My, my friend uh, Kurt Mesker has that joke about, uh, it was something about, uh, it, it's with, I. one of my favorite pastimes, I like to watch TV shows and, and hate people I watch on TV like yeah. this show. My super sweet 16, there's a girl who got a Mercedes for her birthday, and she was so upset that it was the wrong color that she slapped her mom. Oh! And he's like, you know what this girl needs is to be raped. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and yeah, and it's it's a terrible joke. But he says, and I'm not talking about a date rape. I'm talking about jumping up from behind a bush with a schema. You know, like a real meat and potatoes rape. <laughs> the old school the 50s American. The meat and potatoes rape. Yeah. It's just a terrible joke. I'm sorry that I said it. He will never get elected for president. What time is it? 7.30 in the morning, I'm yeah, telling you. That's a- right. Your meat and potatoes rape jokes are going over gangbusters on the eggs. <laughs> Woo! Did you hear that, kids? Bus is here. Tempe Improv. Have a great day at school. <laughs> Craig Gass, Tempe Improv. A uh, 29-year-old woman named Cara Greer from Sacramento, California, was hanging out with a friend who's a security guard on Tuesday and accidentally locked herself in her friend's handcuffs. Oops. Then they couldn't find the key, so they called the cops for help. When the cops got there, they found Cara had an outstanding warrant for felony burglary. And since uh, she was already cuffed, it was yeah, easy, easy to easy arrest her. It's a do-it-yourselfer. Uh, they did take her to the fire station to get them cut off and replace them with their own right. handcuffs. So, yeah, Can I tell another around. rape joke? Of to like, course, please. Okay. Oh, you got you to make good like for the last was, one. Yeah, because there's... You feel like that one was flat? <laughs> that one was flat. There's a friend of mine... <laughs> a better one? bad rape joke, yeah. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, Big J. Ogerson, does a joke that I always call a magic Do you magic have any jokes trip. of your own? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, the 7 o'clock hour is dedicated <laughs> to all my friends. Everyone else's material. Yeah. Everybody else's rape material. And Big J does a joke, and it's a true story. Mm. And he always gets everyone to freak out, and everybody gets upset, and then a second later he makes everyone laugh. It's a magic trick. And the joke is, based on a true story, he says, I'm, it, I'm on a date with yeah. a girl, we're in my car, and we're making out. And, uh, and then she started crying. And I go, oh my. what's wrong? And she goes, it's this song. Because I had my radio on, it's playing Leonard Skinner's Freebird. She said, "When I was 19, I was raped to this song, which oh, always makes God. the crowd go, Jesus." Yeah, and he goes, "I know, I know." He goes, "And that's that's messed up for two reasons. Number one, rape is awful, <laughs> and number two, that's a long song. That's like a <laughs> six and a half minute guitar solo. My God." How do you? He go, and then he tells a whole story about how he went to prison and he got raped to Rapper's Delight. And he goes, "You ever been raped to fourteen verses? <laughs> fourteen verses?" And it always makes me laugh. Yeah, Brady would never no. allow this in his. Hey, this is an anti-Brady morning. <laughs> All right, Craig, I'm trying to get through my news segment. All right, everybody, I get thirty minutes a morning to shine. Then it's back to Holbert. All about the ego. Can't be improv. You got to do your rape stories. Over my tender little news. <laughs> this is a perfect Brady Good story here. Lord, that's two, Craig. <laughs> we have a. Uh, you get a hat trick of rape jokes a day, <laughs> and then we got to call it. We got to call it. <laughs> we have a new survey <laughs> on how do you mask the smell when you stink up a bathroom. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so this is actually good information. I yeah. the smell in the room from Brady the other day. Yeah, yeah. The gas he didn't even know he yeah. did it. Well, let's not pick on him. He's very old. <laughs> I know. Like Craig pointed out earlier. So obviously, you know what the number one would be. It was be. a tennis matches. move. I was volleying. No, <laughs> not candles. Matches. Spraying air fresheners. Number one. Yeah, I think that 41%. makes everything smell like crap Ooh, and roses. Yep. I think the air fresheners never work. Which is a great cover, man. Yeah, it is crap and roses. Crap and roses. Matches yeah. are number three. Six percent of people said matches. Matches work. 
Uh, using a fan is number two, 33%. A fan doesn't work too bad. Uh, to hell with the environment, flush five, six times. Yep, that's on the list. Yeah. Only 1%. I'll drop eight gallons of water to get that smell to not stick around. The air with yeah, well, it's if you let it linger, it's going to smell up the room. Opening a window's on there. That's not bad. That helps. It does. Uh, lighting a candle or incense. No, you'll forget about it. You'll have a fire in the bathroom. <laughs> Matches. <laughs> that's the detail. key. Matches are the answer. Three. Three per... Uh, let's say if you got 10 minutes in there, it's three matches. Or every 10 minutes you spend. They work pretty well. They're great. Larry they're... brought some in the oh. other day. when Yeah, Larry. Anybody gasses out, Larry brings those blue tips in here and everybody's good. Yeah, not bad. Blue tip matches? Whatever those are called. Is that what they're called? Blue tips? No. Uh, How long do you wait? Oysters? Wait a minute. How long do you go into your relationship before you fart in front of your girl? Never fart in front of Megan. Shut up. Never. Really? I can't, years. I can't buy that. But you've had them slip out in, not, in the middle not, of the night. Well, if I'm asleep, it doesn't count. That's the only thing because you can't control it. But while I'm awake and aware, I have not farted in front of me. Has she ever farted in front of you? Accidentally. Uh, three times. Was it cute? Uh, no, it was absolutely awful. I was laying in bed watching <laughs> television. She came out of the closet to walk towards the bathroom. You know those pictures of Bigfoot that when they catch him walking? <laughs> she's, she froze she froze. in that pose? I just heard she's walking along and I'm watching a movie and you just hear... <laughs> and she's just frozen. I'm like, let's go. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Did you hear it? Of course I heard it. Keep it going. I spend a lot of face time down there. I don't need to know how it works. Call attention to it. Yep. I've done it at night, and you do that. You wake up. I've yeah. Oh, I've had that. And then you're like, you I hope she didn't hear that. Yeah. And you just kind of cover yourself. What'd you, <laughs> Dick, what would you say? I said, I've done it where I've woken myself up. Yeah. Really? I, I've done that. I did it where uh, it was late at night. She's asleep, and I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to just let one, you know. Yeah. And it's watch. horrible. <laughs> and this has happened twice. You hotbox her? She went out of a dead sleep and went, what the hell did you do? Like, <laughs> I gross. actually woke her up Ooh. in the middle of a dead sleep. You thought you could get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. because she's asleep and I'm and I'm, lo- I'm kind of checking, like, all right, she seems to be yeah. really crashed. You know, I always say, because I had a friend of mine who was complaining about his marriage and stuff, and he's like, she never goes down on me, and we're, our sex life is dead. And I'm like, let me ask you this. Do you guys, like, fart in front of each other all over? And yeah, laugh I mean, and you know, we've been married for a long time. I'm like, yeah, but you think it's funny you fart on her, right? Well, sometimes, like, I do it, like, I'll, I'll, I'll dutch of, and I'm like, oh, you, you've, you've turned her into your brother. Yeah. The reason she's not blowing you is because, like, well, you're my brother her brother. Used to blow yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> my brother used to blow me, and he never farted on me. Are they divorced now? <laughs> Once she was being raped, <laughs> and the guy farted. No, we've already no, met that's our three. quota. We've done it. That's everybody. our quota. Yeah. That's three. Congratulations. This Tem- is the sexiest show we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Great joke hat trick. When, how long did it take you to fart in front of Jill? Um, uh, I think it was about a year into it. I said, uh, "Babe, come here." Oh, you gassed her hard. I, I said, "Come here." And she goes, "What?" I go, "Give me your hand." I grabbed her hand and put it down. It went, oh, and she put it right on her hand. Felt it. That's yeah. not right. It's another yeah. level of your relationship. Ah, that was yeah. beautiful. No. Yeah, I thought it was funny. That's <laughs> I want a girl to fart in front of me. No, I, 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 no. I, oh, you're one of those weirdos that no. likes that porn, not yeah. stinky ones, but like cute ones, like but ones what that don't smell. If it's stinky that ruins it. It's if it's just a little bit of noise. That's ah. funny. Yeah, don't come to me with like a, a smelly one. I no, there's that. nothing worse than a girl farting. I think it's awesome. No, we we're we like we like not awesome. I think it's cute. <laughs> it's not. No, you're wrong. Disagree. Incorrect. Agree Everybody disagree. has their fetishes. Yeah, it's not a fetish. It's just like I just That's think they're funny. Kind of a fetish. Um, does it? I, does, do you get it, it up? It doesn't turn me on. I mean, no. I just I think it's cute. I want a girl. Do you, do you think it's cute while she's dumping on your chest? Yeah. <laughs> or does she do not like the farting at that point? There's nothing cool about that whatsoever. <laughs> I just like cute. the idea of a cute fart. Okay. Like I just think that's adorable. I think it's adorable when like an old woman does 
I think that's. I think it's cute. She's still alive. Like, oops. And she, you know, she knows. I'll give her a break. A young woman who can clinch it up still needs to have some show some class. I, know, I think it's and go in the back back uh, yard like a dog and let loose and don't bother me with that. There was a girl I dated. I would beg her all the time. I was like, just fart once. It'll be hilarious. And yeah. she You're came. Up, I was at her. She was living in Orlando. She came up to me. I was in the bedroom and I said, "Hey." She's walking towards me. I go, "Hey." I thought she was coming over to kiss me. I go, "Oh," and she turned around and farted in my ah. face. And I was like, I laughed so hard. Yeah, of course you did. And then you were like, packing, you. La- laughing and packing her uh, stuff, right? No, so I thought I'd it was hilarious. Out. I told Megan that she can, that if she ever got comfortable, that's time she's gone. But she's done it three times accidentally. accidentally. But comfort, so, like if she ever, sorry, yeah, that, that we don't love each other anymore. But three times accidentally, she's probably walked out of the room a few times to let one go. Absolutely, yeah. she can. I know she does it. I just don't need to be part of it. And the same, and, and I reciprocate that. Well, you really? have PTSD yeah. from your dad. Oh, my dad used to fart when we had company. Oh, wow. Like, well, my dad would fall asleep. Okay, see, so that explains. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, he'd poop with the door open. Thing, yeah. yeah. And not only that, he'd poop with the door open in my bathroom. So I would walk in. Oh, come on. What? Lock the door. I can't just in case somebody breaks in. It's 2 in the afternoon. Nobody's going to break in here. And he'd gas up the whole house. My mom would wake up in the middle of the night. God damn it, Dan. I can't help it. And she'd go in another room. He he farted and ruined rooms. That explains it constantly. So I'm like, that's that's a that was just bad because I saw my mom hate it so much. My dad was inconsiderate about it. Wow. He'd fall asleep on the couch. We'd have guests over. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. I'm like, Dad, go to bed. No, couch is comfortable. That's why you have that feeling about farts. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, my father's fault. I've seen I've seen a therapist about it. Man, your dad's disgusting. Yeah, nobody in my family was farting with that, so. No, yeah, I've had that. Well, so I, I still find them comical. Yeah, but your, your whole family was deaf. <clears throat> yeah. So you'd be the only one. That There's knows. one time that my, my mom did it, and it was just like in the middle. I mean, she just, she's old now. And she's like, oh, excuse me. You know, but it was like. She, but, so, but she can't hear it. She knows yeah, that I can hear she, it. But so. she doesn't know if it's silent or not. Uh, true. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I guess she you did because she, she, cause I looked at her. Well, you gave her the game. You're like, Mom, that was a big one. Yeah, please. Okay. Sorry. Eric, go ahead. <laughs> Craig's fart stories and rape stories are taking up too much time. A, t- a 22-year-old <laughs> guy named David Mangus from Casper, Wyoming, was looking for prostitutes on Backpage.com. You know about this, Craig. Uh, finally, <laughs> he finally found one who agreed to get it on with him in exchange for a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese oh. and medium fries. And a couple of farts. So Dave <laughs> yeah. swung by McDonald's. That's 20 bucks more, baby. Got the food, <laughs> then went to the meeting spot. And shocker, it turned out the entire thing was a police sting and oh. David was arrested. Soliciting oh, prostitution. Poor don't guy. You, don't you hate that? No word on whether the cops ate the McDonald's. So wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What happens to the food? Do they have to give it to like a homeless shelter or something? Or can the cops actually? They're probably hungry. That's why they yeah. asked for that. I Does anybody imagine. still watch Cops? Cops is my favorite show. Is it still, is on? It still on? I watch reruns. Yeah, but they but... moved it to another channel. I think it's on Spike or something. Yeah. Cops is, I, I'm i obsessed with watching people lie. And in those things, oh, yeah. there's the, nothing. Better. The single, one of the, probably one of the highlights of my life was an episode of Cops where they opened up. This vignette opens up with this cop saying, we are responding to a, uh, uh, a domestic a rape that took place. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, it's hilarious rape cop story. <laughs> right. so we're, we're, we have a, a domestic violence call, uh, and it's taking place out here in this field somewhere. Right. So he, he gets out of his car. He's got his flashlight. He's walking to the field. Up ahead, you see a middle-aged black couple, and the woman turns around, and her mouth is covered in blood. Top row of teeth are missing. Bottom row of teeth are cracked. She she just got assaulted. It just happened. 
just happened, and the cop walks up and goes, hey, what's going on here? The woman turns around, she starts telling exactly what happened. Right. The guy on camera jumps into the frame and goes, wait, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. You better tell him the truth. I will knock you the F out. <laughs> and he says that on camera. And the cop goes, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. That's all wait. we need to hear. Sir, here, ma'am, you sit on the hood of my car. Sir, you're so eager to tell me your side of the story. What's going on here? And he goes, hey, look, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie to you. Or I, uh, yeah, I, I, I push her. So what? Yeah, I push her. Yeah, I push her. But, but then she, uh, uh, she, she, she assaulted me. <laughs> and the cop goes, she assaulted you? And he goes, yeah, she assaulted me. And the cop goes, with what? And he goes, her face and I farted. I laughed so hard I farted. That is that might be the best laugh you'll ever have. Where your a whole body lets go yeah. and you go, where did that come yeah, from? You just a relax fart a fart. Out. Yeah. It's ten times better than the yeah. snort. Oh. Speaking of, the textures are in on this now. So what I've learned from the show this yes. morning is yes. Craig Gass likes a squeaky toy for a girlfriend. That's right. Man, he's like a puppy. Yep. <laughs> oh, she's adorable. I love like cute little farts. Well, you've made that clear. <laughs> I know. I'm not I mean, sure that's a thing. Yeah. That's you've a been cute, quite clear. Yes, there is. You're, you're going to look out in the audience this weekend. There's going to be girls farting all yeah, over I the place. Girls leaning on one side <laughs> yeah. all around the improv. Cheeks up for yeah. Craig. Cheeks up. Cheeks Dicks up. out for Harambe. Yeah. Cheeks up for gas. Uh, according to a new study, <laughs> the average person has 109 things in their closet, and they only wear 45 of them. That oh, means you only wow. wear 41% of your stuff, and you have an average of $1,265. Well, not Toledo. Worth yeah. of things that you never put on. I get to use 25% of my closet. <laughs> I Yeah, Megan's got like 80 pairs of jeans. 80? No joke. 80. I counted them Shut once. Shut up. I counted them once. <laughs> she's got a whole, like we have a whole section of shelves just for her jeans. Tons of, wow. she's a jeans freak. She And to her credit, if she buys them, they're there forever. She's Are got She's different? got jeans from 12 years ago, 15 years ago. How can you have Spends 80 a lot different jeans. pairs of jeans? Are they all Don't know. And then, she, and then the other... So the other day she oh, yeah. says to me, she goes, uh, I, I have to get more jeans. <laughs> like, well, you, you're not going to go buy more goddamn jeans. No, I don't have like a pair I love. <laughs> you don't have, out of all that, not one pair you love. And then I'd go back in the closet and I'm like, one, two, three. Start loving one of these effing pairs of jeans. Four, five, six. But I've got all the pairs I like. I just want one I love. Well, she makes money. She could buy jeans for her told money, her. right? That's what I said. So... Whatever, the other day the UPS guy shows up with a box of jeans. I ordered them out. I'm going to take them back. How will I know? They'll just go in that abyss of jeans. Girls are crazy. That's bottom line. I hate that, like, dating Jill, she's hot, and I hate that uh, you got to always do that protective thing because guys are always staring at her, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, she's clueless about that. Yeah. She's we, I took her to an ice cream shop a few weeks ago, and she went, and when we walked in the ice cream shop, Guys were checking her out, and I was like, "All right, you know, I'm putting yeah. my arm around her." Right. And she goes, oh, "They have frozen bananas." And I said, "Oh my god, babe, please do not get a frozen banana what? in front of these, dude." And she couldn't understand why. And I go, Just, oh, "Please, please, I'll get you one. We'll take yeah. it home." They're yeah. on sticks, Craig. I want to eat it here. Yeah. And then she actually said, oh, "They have chocolate frozen." Like, oh my oh, god, damn it. no! We used to do that in the office here. We'd take yeah. pictures of women, oh, yeah. women eating bananas. Oh. We tried to start a website, uh, Chicks Eating Bananas. Yeah. Because they don't even know. They'll just go, oh, get it. And if you freeze it, oh, she's eating that banana there. Why do you guys take pictures of me every time I eat a banana? Well, God only knows. No Have a nice day. No idea why we do that. We're just goofy that way. I eat peanuts. You don't do it. If you eat the, if you eat the bag the way I want you to, I'd be taking pictures. I don't know if I buy this next story, but we'll see right. here. Uh, according to a... 
uh, evolutionary psychologist from Harvard. When your dog is sleeping, they're having dreams about you. Oh, of course they are. You're their whole world. So this is just about the best news story of the year, right? Absolutely. Humans dream about the same things they're interested in uh, by day. There's no reason to think animals are any different. Since dogs are extremely attached to their human owners, it's likely your dog is dreaming of your face, your smell, and of pleasing or annoying you. Yeah. How are they able to know that? This guy from Harvard Harvard figured that out. Craig, it's not for you to decide whether they got it right (laughs) Right or not. after the fart study. Where did you you go to college? You didn't. I didn't even finish high school. Exactly. And I went to high school for a long time here in Arizona. (laughs) I did. I went to high school for a long time. I still don't have a diploma. (laughs) You never got your GED? No. You're still just a uh, junior high is as far as you got. No, I went to, I got, a, I had a few senior years, but what was oh. cool about it a is I went. senior years? Yeah, but I ended up going to a couple senior trips to Mazatlan. Sure. And I've gone to the high school reunion for each of my senior classes. Which <laughs> 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 is ridiculous, but yeah. It's great because you can go back and tell everybody, so how you been doing? Because I'm rolling in dough right yeah. now. I'm, you know, you see me on Family Guy. You were a deadbeat, man. You were there for like six years. Yep. Yeah, aren't you the cokehead? Yeah. <laughs> sure right. am. I sure am. <laughs> aren't you the guy that tried really hard in high school? <laughs> good, good for you. Uh, right, how's, how's the Uber? Yeah. How's, <laughs> how's driving for Uber going? A career builder just I'm a released. Life coach. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on life coaches. <laughs> hey, that's a great uh, way to. Ryan Mender. We know a life coach. He's I a know. life coach now. Well, he can yeah, life coach. That's what he's, he's doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That blind son oh, of a bitch. Look, he's, he's got. His, he's been going more and more blind every day. The fact he hasn't hung himself makes him a good life coach. Yeah, he's perfect for that, yeah. right? Uh, Career Builder just released its annual list of the most ridiculous sick day excuses people have come up with in the past year. Here's the top ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few of them. A guy said he couldn't make it in because he was bullying the game of his life. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> Woman That's... called in and said she wasn't sick, but her llama was. Well, she got a llama. All right. Yeah. Use that. Woman said she couldn't get out of her house because the police were raiding it. Mm. Okay. That's <laughs> not good for your boss to hear. Yeah. Did you hear the Scott Weiland story walking into that, that raid? No. In New York City? It was only got posted in New York, all the details, but Scott Weiland was famously arrested in New York City for drugs. What? The detail was that he walked into a drug bust, and it's a full-blown raid. Agents, they're ripping everything out of the out of the sh- out of the shelves, and and Scott Wallen walks in the middle of it, and they all turn and look at him, and they go, "Can we help you?" And he goes, "I'm just looking for narcotics. I just want to buy some drugs." And they're like, "Okay, the right come with us." And he's like, "Okay," and they threw him in the paddy wagon. He was so out of it. Scott Wallen, he said, that. "I'm wow. just here to just here to buy some drugs." How about that? It's cool, guys. It's cool. Just here to buy some drugs. I've never heard that. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, an employee claimed they had to stay home because they got bitten by a duck. Which nice. Oh, yeah, if you get bit by a duck. It happens. Maybe it was an Asian guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my neighbor duck bit me. Your neighbor's what? No, my neighbor duck bit me. He's an Asian chef. Duckly. Don't you think it's funny when you see that duck's Xing sign? I always think duck it cute. just says duck jing. Duck jing. And it's just for that one dude to cross the road there. <laughs> oh, I never give me a ride. There was a restaurant here in Phoenix. I don't know if it's still here, and it was called Lee Ving's Chinese Restaurant. And I always just thought, like, so you met my friend. Hi, I'm Lee Ving. <laughs> well, the door is right over here. Sorry. No, I'm Lee Ving. Yeah. Go ahead, dude. Sorry I offended you. Yes, yeah. you can go. Lee Ving. Why, everybody kick me out. <laughs> I leave me. This story uh, comes to us from Canada. That's why they all changed their name to Chris when they got here. Really? Oh, and you it's know so what? odd. We had six Chris wins in my high school. 
All of them like Vietnamese refugees or something. They're coming. Hello, uh, my name is Jata Nguyen. That's a good Vietnamese. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, uh, it's Jata Nguyen. I don't know. Call me Chris. And by, Charlie. By the, by the end of the month, they were Charlie and Chris. Or... <laughs> Hi, Dave. Is that no, a, you're not. Is that a Dat fan impression? Yes, it is. It yes. is. I'm one of. Wow. I'm one of none. That's amazing. He only is it when Ralphie's here. Yeah, when Ralphie's here. I'm like, hey, second press. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening, second press? <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate they, you, son of a bitch. Lee Wings in Long Island. Lee you, Wings. Uh, Lee, Lee Wings? Yeah, they yeah. probably pronounce the same. Kind of works. Uh, that is a dad fan impression. You're right. I didn't even realize it. But isn't it everyone from where dad's <laughs> from? I think it just, they all sound alike. A thief managed to bust through the roof of a sporting goods store in Montreal earlier this week. Then he rappelled down and stole more than 400 of the most expensive hockey sticks they had. Yes. Worth a total of $120,000. Holy cow. Wow. Cops are trying to track the guy down. Of course, in Canada, they're going to steal Yeah, that's true. It's Canada. Well, yeah, it's an expensive sport, which is why it's been so predominantly rich white kids for so long. Hmm. It's going to be easy to find, though, isn't it? Black people wouldn't sell those on the eBay. Cheaper. I, I mean, they're not, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about hockey sticks, but are they are they numbered and identified? In a, like, are they chipped? I don't know, no. 400 of them, you think? They got that kind of value on them. You'd think that they'd have some sort of a tracking device. Like your dog? Well, my dog's more expensive than a stupid hockey stick. Are you sure? I, I, I don't want know. Back. I don't know. It's a pretty good story. This one is normally 270 bucks yeah. on sale for 159 eh. I don't know. It's pricier than your dog. It would be tough to carry all that out. It's a long break-in. And awkward. If you, yeah, if very you, strange. If you drop one. Fumbling around with your sticks. All right. We got uh, two Bradio videos for you, and then okay. we'll wrap her up. Uh, this first one is from a family in Ohio in honor of Brady. They decorated their garage door for Halloween. So it looks like a monster opening and closing its mouth. It's pretty cool. Come up behind you, Craig. It's gotten wow. over 25 million views on Facebook. Of just a garage that opens? Yeah, just... Wow, that's it? That's it. Well, this is a Brady video. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting, isn't it? Nailed it. Right. Did the teeth fit in. All right. It's in Ohio, so you got to do it. More impressive when it comes back down. Yeah. And it's actually threatening. Now, if you had, like, you put half a body hanging out of that, that'd be cool. Like, no. Wow. I don't know that it's ever going to be too exciting. No? <laughs> I don't know that it's That's the definition right. of yeah. scintillating? Yeah. I mean, Craig, you're a former drug addict. This is the type of stuff you used to dream of. <laughs> yeah. I, Nothing things. new to yeah, me. Yeah, your yeah, dreams. This is, this is, this is nowhere near as frightening as the things that are going on in my psychosis. <laughs> Craig used I to think the see. world's a lot scarier than that garage. <laughs> And, it used uh, to just be an average garage door to him. If it opened and closed, it was trying to eat him. So basically, that's nothing. Finally, Gosh, we got... It's looking at me. I know it's looking at me. We got Brady's crappy kid video of the oh, week. Oh, no. Because he loves kid videos, and we oh. always make fun of him for it. This little kid goes to sleep on demand uh, by his father. Okay. I wouldn't do this, but it's only Wait, for Brady. Hey, buddy, you tired? Yeah. Yeah. Can't keep your eyes open? Yeah. You hit the Yeah. Yeah. You've been nodding off a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a little Fargo kid. Yeah. <laughs> when the video goes on, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Yeah. You want to go to sleep, I can... It's okay, you can go to Greek. Go ahead, go to sleep. I'll... He's out. <laughs> Holy He's cow. out. Is that Flip Orley's kid? What's going on? <laughs> What in the world was that? <laughs> he dropped him. I hope they're going to the doctor. That's not normal. 
It's okay, Grandma's waiting to see you. <laughs> Go to the light. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Please. You're going to be walking oh, Carol Ann, yeah. please. It's okay. It's your time. It's your time. This car is clear. <laughs> Follow the light, Carol Ann. It's Benny Hinsky. <laughs> I see Grandma. You seeing Grandma? Yeah. It's okay. You can go, go towards her. Is Grandpa okay. with him? Yeah. We should, a bright light? Yeah. We should text that stupid okay. video to Brady yeah. on his trip. Mommy and Daddy are going to be happier now. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy are free. You know that, right? Yeah. You can go. You can go. It's okay. We love you. Yeah. Your heart's slowing down, isn't it, little buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you can talk him into dying. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's either that or leave him in the car. So what are you going to do? That's pretty nice. Looks pretty the cold there. Where I think it freeze to yeah, death. If they you are in there. Icy conditions, wherever that is. It's... How old is that video? Yeah, that could be. That be last year. Old. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not that hot or cold yet, anyway. Yeah, nowhere. Unless he's driven him all the way down to, like, Antarctica. Yeah. He's going to dump that kid off. That sleeping kid. That's actually a pretty good uh, kid video. Because, you know, in the end, the kid's asleep and shut up. <laughs> Instead of Brady's videos True. where they talk. Uh, it's 7.59. There you go. That's your Brady Report. Sands Brady. Uh, Craig Gass, we're going to have you stick around for uh, um, a little segment we like to call Fireside Chats. The audience. We can talk about the audience. Yes, we're going to talk about some things, but sexy stuff. We'll first get into your thing, and then we'll let people call and ask you questions because they're emailing crazy. Uh, Fireside chats is going to happen with Craig Gas today. That's your Brady report, brought to you by Juby. Try Juby. dot com. Ninety eight KUPD. It's the Chili Peppers right there, giving it away. It's eight ten in the morning. Sickness. It is Craig Gas week. Uh, Comedian Craig Gas at the Tempe Improv all weekend long. Get your tickets now. It's a uh, it's a show. For the ages, I will say. And that's Craig, right. That's right. And Craig is here. Gene Simmons has joined us. Just signed our wall outside. Yes, I just signed your wall. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. And oh. I have a very important announcement about Craig Gass this weekend. What is it? Well, guess what? Right now, <laughs> we, Paul Stanley and I, are going to be at the Improv. Oh, really? This weekend. We're going to be raising money for the Red Cross. Okay? Oh, that's good, good. And Paul Stanley and I are going to be autographing KISS t-shirts. Oh, wonderful. For $1,000 a piece oh my for God. charity. And for every t-shirt that KISS autographs, KISS is going to donate $5 to the Red Cross. <laughs> so let's say we sell 1,000 t-shirts. That's okay? huge. That's a million dollars. KISS is going to donate $5,000. Go to kissonline.com, wow. and you can get all the information or go to the Tempe Improv. Gene, that is generous. Is Paul here at all? Is he around for this? Yeah, of course. You know, the great <laughs> thing about being in Kiss is there's so many things you can do. There's so many promotions. Exactly. Like this Kissmas, which is only 45 days away yes. from, from Kissmas. Yeah. We have a new promotion. Okay. Let's say you have a sister. I do. You have a mother. I have both. How'd you like to watch them get pounded by Kiss? <laughs> Go to kissonline.com and your mother can have a real boyfriend experience for the Red Cross. With for yeah, the Red I'll Cross. Do it for charity. Right. And it's just for the right depending on what kind of boyfriend experience you want. Ace freely is 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. That- and then you work your way up. 
but you can get pounded right in the parking lot of wow, the improv this weekend. Impro- well, it's all for charity, and I mean, how can you lose when it's all for charity? Like Go to that, the right? Tempe Improv. Did you do you know how mad the Kiss fans are? <laughs> Why? With me because the they lad- show up and their brothers or mothers and sisters aren't getting nailed. <laughs> Dude, I was here. My mom was going to whore out to Gene Simmons. I was promised that. I performed with Kiss on an event called the Kiss Cruise. Yes, and oh, uh, and and everyone's like, uh, it's a good fit. I meet a girl on the cruise who's the she's the cruise director super upbeat she's really she's a julie mccoy i was just gonna say julie yeah, mccoy, she's a julie the mccoy cruise of the cruise and she when she finds out who i am she goes uh, wait a minute you're the comedian you're the guy from family guy and oh my god do you want to make a funny announcement tomorrow morning on the ship with me and i was like oh do god I yes <laughs> yes <laughs> is everyone is everyone gonna hear it and she goes it gets piped into every cabin and oh. the next morning everyone on the kiss cruise woke up to Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is Paul Stanley. And this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And we have a very important announcement. Do not panic, but we have a very important announcement about the KISS cruise. It seems that the KISS cruise has just hit an iceberg, which, keep in mind, when I said we've hit an iceberg, we're in the middle of the freaking Bahamas. That's right. It could There's happen. no reason for you as an intelligent person to go, this ship's going down. We're all going to die. But do not panic because KISS is going to take care of everybody <laughs> on the ship, okay? We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. First, we have the platinum package, which is $5,000, which is we put you in a life raft and you have your own private photos taken oh. With Kiss, okay? <laughs> then we have the diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right, the diamond package. <laughs> For $10,000, where we throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric, and then Kiss... <laughs> the bad kiss. <laughs> The bad kiss. And then Kiss floats by on a raft, and we do a private acoustic show in the ocean. And everything I said was stupid. But apparently... Two or three of the passengers on the ship oh, sure. actually ran to the employees and said, um, Are we all right? Is Kiss really going to charge us to get off the boat? <laughs> they, they really thought yeah. that we had hit an iceberg well, in the Bahamas. It is far-fetched to believe that to get off the boat you get charged by Gene. Yeah, so the Kiss That's fans were awesome. not happy that's hilarious that. how did uh, you, you know you're friends with Gene Simmons now, right? Kind of. It's kind of weird. Like <laughs> Everyone that's works with Kiss yeah. started coming out of the woodwork and going, Dude, I, I got a story for you. Maybe you can use it. Right. The stories are horrifying. Oh, really? And they're like, they're t- like, there's one guy who's recording an album out in L.A. And he said, hey, dude, guy who owns the studio wants to talk to you. Mind if I put him on the phone? He's a big fan of yours. Like, yeah, sure. The guy gets on the phone. Dude, I love your impressions, um, especially your Gene Simmons, because Gene was the first guy to ever screw me over uh, oh, in wow. this business. And, um, and I thought maybe you could use the story. Gene came into my studio years ago with a band that he was producing. And at the last minute, he wanted to switch into my largest facility for the same amount of money. And when he showed up, he said, did you get my message? I want to use Studio A. And I said, I did. Um, I don't know if you got my message, but I called you back. Um, someone's using Studio A, and I asked him if they would switch, and they said no. And he said, do they know that Gene Simmons <laughs> from KISS is here? And he goes, you know what? If you want to ask them, you can, I'm not going to ask them again. He said, okay, where's Studio A? And he goes, it's all the way down the hall. It's last door on the right. So Gene Simmons goes walking down the hall, opens up the door to Studio A, looks inside and sees the Wu-Tang Clan recording an album, <laughs> and then slowly closes the door, comes back up to the front and goes, <clears throat> right, where's Studio B? He never even opened his mouth to the Wu-Tang Clan.
But my favorite story is is the guy who works. My favorite story is the guy who goes on tour with Kiss, and he said, "Dude, you know, I've seen him do some crazy stuff." When we were on tour, he actually banged Miss America while we were on tour. And it was the reigning Miss wow. America of that year. That's impressive. That's very impressive. And he said it was the reigning Miss America of that year. This is years ago. And this is what this guy's alleging. I don't know if it's true or not, but he said he banged Miss America, the reigning Miss America of that year. The next night, he banged a whore, a girl that was such a mess that even the guys in the road crew were like, Jesus, did yeah. you see that? <laughs> and the next night, we had a day off in a town that was so small that the band and the crew are staying in the same hotel. Right. And this guy's telling me from his point of view, he said, I'm in the lobby of the hotel uh, sitting in the bar, and I, I just happen to turn around as Gene is walking through the lobby, and he's dragging this enormous girl with him <laughs> to the lobby, gets in the elevator, pushes the button to his floor, and looks at me through the lobby and goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the doors close. And the next day, it's sound check. <laughs> he sees him at sound check, and he goes, Gene, Gene, did you, did you have sex with that girl last night? And Gene goes, of course. <laughs> he goes, Gene, didn't you have sex with Miss America the night? He goes, Steve, Steve, listen to me, okay? I'm going to give you some great advice. You can't have filet mignon every night. Sometimes you got to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Is that the worst? <laughs> it's the worst. Now, has Gene re re refuted any of the stories you tell? I, A radio friend of mine, I tell the story... At a, at a station in Portland. Yeah. And the next time I come back, they go, oh, so funny. Remember the last time you were here, you told us Gene Simmons had sex with Miss America? And I go, oh, yeah. I'd say, well, that's a true story, according yeah. to one of the employees. They go, well, a few months later, Gene called in, and we played him your story. And I went, and <laughs> yeah, he, you were horrified. And Gene responds with, well, it's true. Of course, <laughs> there's this. There's, <laughs> thank God Gene didn't get upset with it. But, yeah, I mean, he's like – half my show at the Improv is a piece I've been working on called I Think Gene Simmons is Going to Kill Me. That's, that's <laughs> right, the name of the piece. Right. And there's all these stories. But over the years, um, the first time I met him, it started with me doing an impression of him where working on a radio show, every time we had a music guest in the studio, I would interrupt the music guest as Gene Simmons right. and try to sell them Kiss products, <laughs> <Right>. at crappy <laughs> Kiss products. I would just make up stupid stuff, and I would mess with Coldplay right. or – Whoever, Jay-Z, uh, Paul McCartney, I would jump in the middle of Paul McCartney's interview. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> By the way, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And if you go to KISSonline.com, you will see how the Beatles stole everything from KISS. <laughs> and the guests would just, you know, Paul McCartney would go, who the hell are you? Yeah. Go, what are you doing? I'll tell you who I am. How many members were in the Beatles? Four, right? Right. How many members were in KISS? <laughs> Four, thank you. Go to Kiss Online. It didn't make any sense. I was just a dick to people. And the weird thing was the real Gene Simmons actually started getting hate mail because of the things I You're was saying. Interrupting Paul on the McCartney. show. And people started yelling at the real Gene wow. Simmons on the streets. And then he, sh he found out there was a comedian in New York doing an impression of him. And without telling us, he got on a plane, flew to New York, and confronted me. Oh, my God. Live on the air. Which he didn't seem to have a sense of humor about it. But yeah. Then he came back to do the show a month later. And I crashed his interview. He he had one request. I don't want to be there when Craig guessed. Okay? <laughs> and a month later, when he showed up, I dressed up as Gene Simmons. Oh, no. I put on a costume and got Kiss makeup. And I walked in the middle of his interview and said, stop right there. <laughs> I'm the real Gene Simmons from Kiss. And you are an imposter. But I can prove it. 
because I got a bunch of cheap crap I want to sell you. <laughs> and I had a bag full of crap that I had written KISS logos on, like just random right. knickknacks. I had like a new Kids on the Block lunchbox. I took out a Sharpie and wrote, KISS. That's 50 bucks right there. And this weird thing happened where he, he got my phone number from somebody. Yeah. And he, I still have the message. You ever save messages from famous people? Like, no, I don't get them. I, come on. <laughs> I don't. What do I get a famous call for? Hey, good people do your show. You have me. friends who are famous. Like, your uh, comedian friends are famous. Nah. Well, Gene left me a message, and I, <laughs> I, mean, I saved famous. it. Uh, I got a short message. Boop. Hi, Greg. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. He actually he does exactly said that. from KISS on my answering machine. Like, I'm going to confuse you with Gene Simmons yeah. from Pet Boys. Right. Like, <laughs> and I want you to know, I know you're headlining Caroline's tonight. And I want you to know that the KISS army is behind you. And I support you. That's why I'm going to be in the front row. Oh, and he showed up my show. He sent a girl into my dressing room afterwards. It was Drew Barrymore's mom, Jade Barrymore. Really? And she comes in and goes, Gene wants me to uh, tell you he wants to invite you to a strip club tonight. All and I went, right. And I go, what? And my two friends are big KISS fans. And I go... Can I, is it okay if I bring her? She goes, you can bring whoever you want. Whoever's with you is a guest of Gene's. And I go to the strip club with Gene. And when oh we walk god. in, they start playing Kiss. Of course. When he walks in, and it's like, oh my god. And we sit down. And it's a really weird thing to be around a famous guy. Because oh, yeah. women are piling up. All the strippers are coming over to talk to Gene. And me and my buddies are just, we're sitting wow. on the other end of the couch looking pathetic. And at one <laughs> point, he goes, he sees me looking pathetic. And he goes, hold on, hold on. And he looks at the stripper. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you listen to stand-up comedy? Yeah. Do you like comedy? Great. This gentleman right here <laughs> is the gentleman who does the impression of me. <laughs> Isn't that something? And the stripper looked at me, and I go, what's going on? And she goes, nothing. And I went, that's about right. All right. That's about right. No, no fall off? Yeah, yeah you didn't nothing. score with no. that. That was terrible. No. That is terrible. And everyone at the improv who does show up this weekend is going to be farting on me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you that done last hour. Damaging to, yeah. to your was whole weekend. Was Paul Stanley there or was he with his boyfriend? You ever no. party with Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he's just a very effeminate guy, but he's a total. Most rock gay guys star. are. The chest hair <laughs> no, bothers yeah. me, no. man. Yeah. I hate Paul Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I met him, I remember uh, I ended up in a hallway with him. Gene got me into the concert, and I ended up in a hallway with, with Paul Stanley, and I go, oh, hey. And I. Hi, and, I, and I, I just walk past him, and I'm about 10 steps down the hall, and I hear, Craig Gass. And I go, hey, Paul. And he goes, and he points at me and goes, how come you don't do an impression of me? And I go, I do one. Uh, I don't think you want to hear it. And he goes, come here. And he starts waving me with his index, his index finger. finger. Come, come here, finger. Let me hear your impression. And, I, and I'm walking towards Paul Stanley while I'm trying to edit out right, every gay joke right. I've ever right. done. And and I did some really ridiculous, like, you know, the great thing about being in KISS is you just you can be a total rock star because a lot of bands don't even get invited to the big dinner. But we're the kind of band that likes to stick around from the rolls. And that's an actual quote. And he goes, and I remember he just, he said, uh, we exchange information and there's, there's two Paul Stanleys. There's yeah. that guy yeah. off stage. On stage, there's yeah. a whole different character. Star Child. Star Child. Yeah. I saw them in Las Vegas and I see, uh, they're performing with Aerosmith and Paul Stanley does a rap. He does all these cool raps. Right. And in Las Vegas, he goes, all right, people, now listen. <laughs> you know, I know that this town, Las Vegas, is known for its buffets. 
And I can tell you right now that I see a lot of people in the front row that I really want to eat. <laughs> and he starts tussling his hair. What the goes, hell? What the hell? <laughs> I go see the show again in non-specific people too. Yeah. It was like men, women. It didn't matter. <laughs> There's I, some edible people. Uh, I go see the show again at Madison Square Garden, and I bring. I get to bring comedians with me. I brought right. Jeff Ross, Jim oh, Norton, geez. and Steve Byrne. And I'm telling all the employees, I go, Hey, did you, did you, did you remember what they did in Vegas? That Paul, he said, uh, there's a lot of, there's a buffet. I'm going to eat the front row. And three different guys said, Did you hear about Omaha? <laughs> what? You didn't hear about Omaha? And I go, No, what happened to Omaha? He goes, And three different people told me that on stage, he went, All right, people, now listen. You know, I know that Omaha is known for its Angus beef. <laughs> oh, God. And I can tell you right now that after this show, I'm going to want to sink my teeth into some meat. Oh. And the whole arena went, okay. What? <laughs> and then he stopped and went, wait, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't on. mean it like that. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a thigh or a rump roast. And everybody went, what? And he just, and all the guitar techs in the back of the stage were going, what the hell's he doing up there? What the hell's he got? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is Gene Simmons doing while he says that crap? He's shaking his head. When like, I did the uh, Kiss Cruise, I was uh, I hosted the Q and A with the band, and Paul and Gene were each like uh, vying. They were each trying to get me jokes to make fun of the other guy, oh. and it was weird. And during the Q and A, I remember this guy. Gene is the closest guy to me, yeah. and then it's uh, then it's uh, Tommy, and then Paul Stanley, and then Eric Singer. And I'm on stage, and I'm bringing up fans, and I go, all right, we got uh, John here. John, yeah. where are you from? From uh, Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. Okay. Uh, John uh, from Phoenix. Uh, this is Kiss. Kiss. Uh, this is John from Phoenix. Go ahead and ask your question. And the guy goes, I have a question for Paul Stanley. Paul, you have a, a rose uh, tattoo on your arm. I just want to know if it has any meaning. And Gene leans into me and goes, yeah, it means he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> And Paul heard it, and he goes, wait a minute, hold on. What did you say, Gene? <laughs> Gene, what did you say? No, Gene, what did No, Craig, Craig, tell Gene to repeat what he said. And I went, I'm not getting in between this. I'm, I'm just like, there's a video that you can find of Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons fighting oh. from 1990. Like fist fighting or just yelling at each other? Passive aggressive arguing. Oh, really? And it's a Dick Clark special. If you, if you go to YouTube and, and watch Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley argument there's a guy someone released an uncut interview for dick clark's new year's eve special and the guy goes all right guys uh so basically what i'm gonna do uh paul i'm gonna ask you a question about what it's like being a rock star gene i'll do the same thing with you and then we're gonna split them up and we're gonna put them in a dick clark's countdown so uh, we'll just go back and forth here all right uh paul what's the craziest thing that's ever happened on the road he answers the question and then they said gene uh what's the craziest thing that's ever happened on the road probably when someone asked me to autograph their baby <laughs> and Paul goes, yeah, the the fake baby story. <laughs> oh. And then Gene goes, what? And he kind of stares at him and goes, all right, uh, Paul, uh, what is it uh, when you meet women on the road? What's it like when that happens? And then they go to Gene, and Gene goes, you know, when you're having sex every night, it's incredible. <laughs> and you have to. And he gives some crazy sex story. Right. And then they ask Paul a question, and he goes, you know, any idiot can make up stories about having sex every night. <laughs> and then Gene just starts. Oh. And they go, right, uh, Gene, uh, let me ask you a question. Gene goes, wait, can we, can we stop for one? What are you doing? <laughs> and Paul won't look at him. He goes, it's okay. Go ahead. Just go. Keep going. Keep going. And he goes, no, you're, you're making me look like a dick here. Why are you? Why are you? <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. 
And it's just clear that they've been together for a yeah. long They're time. They're an old yeah. married couple. There's this passive aggressive fighting, and it's it's fascinating Man. to see. It's story time with Craig Gass. Every time he's here, you just kind of sink back in your seat, listen to Craig's stories. If you missed any part of today's broadcast from the Holmberg Morning Sickness, That's guess right. what? The entire library is available for forty nine ninety five at kissonline.com or go to the Tempe Improv this weekend right. to see it live. That's right. Craig Gass at the Tempe Improv uh, this weekend. Well, you may have eaten up enough time to where we don't do the fireside chats, but that's fine with me because they were all you and it was fun. Yes. Can we do a, like a speed round? Oh, yeah, we'll get through it. Uh, we're going to do a fireside chat with you guys in just moments. Uh, get us a chance to, to think about how we're going to time it. Uh, 602-260-9800. Give it to us, uh, whatever you got. Uh, Craig Gass is here. He's at the Tempe Improv all weekend long. Have some and, ex-girlfriends calling. Oh, yeah. And we had that time that you were, uh, answered the phone here once before and ended up nearly having sex with a girl who was uh, like practically married and ended up breaking up a relationship. Uh, we yeah. talked about that yesterday. And then you put me and yeah. her... And her... Her boyfriend uh, you didn't know about. Her boyfriend. We all ended up on the phone together on the show. And then both of us realized we were both being played. And we both just crapped on the girl. Yeah. Because you liked her. Like, you were going to stick around this. She was beautiful. Yeah. She was gorgeous. And I was like, wow. this. But there's this weird thing where her phone kept blowing up. And I'm like, what's going on? And she goes... It's my ex. Oh, he's so crazy, and I was like, "Whoa! Why? Why is he still?" T-? It was. It was yeah, uncomfortable. He got crazy because he, he, he found that she was out with you. So John gets a phone call a few days later, and he goes, "Dude, there's some guy who said that uh, his girlfriend was hanging out with you." And and I go, "Yeah, it was a weird thing." And he goes, "You got to call in, dude." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh God." And it was it was one of the most uncomfortable moments in my life. But I knew it was yeah. good radio. Oh, it was great radio. And plus, the guy ended up on your side. Yeah, like you two ended up being pals at the end. He came to my next show, and yeah. we were like hanging out. Like we're, I was still drinking back then. Yeah. That's so did right. you bang her? No, never banged no, her. Never but but it. we were flirting, and I, but I was getting scared. That's a scary thing when you're on the road. I never want to go to a girl's house. No. A friend of mine. I, I don't know. If, I I can't say his name. But oh please. His name's Jesse Joyce. I don't know who that is. Uh, he he <laughs> yeah, writes for the know. Oscars. He writes for all oh, the okay. roasts, and he writes for At Midnight. Oh, okay. Great comedian, and he was single at the time. I don't know if he's involved with somebody, but he met a girl on the road, two girls, who said, hey, let's go hot tubbing. And he's like, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> hey, well, I'm staying down the road at the hotel. And they go, no, we want to go back to our place. And he's like, well, and he's nervous about it, but right. I, got a, I got a hot tub in my hotel. And they go, but if we go back to our place, we can get naked. And he's like... Yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> and and that already makes my stomach turn when right. I hear that story. He goes to their house out in the woods, and they ah. start walking up the steps to the house, and a car starts coming up the driveway. One of the girls turns around and goes, is that Chuck? Uh-oh. And she uh, goes, here we go. uh, yeah, I, I think it is. And he goes, oh, who's Chuck? And she goes, it's my husband. He's supposed to be hunting. Oh, boy. And But let's go in. Let's go in. Let's go in. And Chuck's a Marine. Oh, good. Four Marines get out of a car, and they walk in the house, and his wife and her friend and some guy are in the house, and he goes, hey, who's this? And she goes, oh, remember um, remember the comedy show we told you we were going to? Yeah. Well, this is the comedian. He's so awesome. And, and it's like, okay. And he goes, yeah, what's up? Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm Jesse. Uh, I just did a show here. <laughs> And then the the marine husband goes, uh, let me talk to you in the back. And he grabs the wife, and they go in the back. And Jesse goes, help. I'm probably going to take off. <laughs> and one of the marines goes, hey, puts his arm around him. He goes, we're going to play cards. Come on. 
Oh, Let's no. go play cards. And they sit down at a table with a deck of cards, and they all sit around him on his side of the table. Oh. So they're not all sitting in a circle. They're all sitting on his side of the table, squished next to him and staring at him. <laughs> How long you known these girls? And he goes, I just, um, you know, they really nice. They came to the show. And, Poor we, bastards. Yeah, yeah, he's kidding. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do what he's doing, and then there's an explosion in the back of the house. There's there's a fight going on uh, oh, oh. between the husband and wife, and, and things are being thrown. Oh, and then everybody stands up, and Jesse makes a run for it, and he goes out the door, and the Marines start chasing him. <laughs> he gets in his car, and he throws the door, and he and he turns on his engine and just starts peeling out. And the and the Marines are chasing him down the road, throwing Good rocks Lord. at him. <sighs> yeah, that's that is. Don't go to people's homes. <laughs> Don't ever. Ever. If you're gonna have sex with somebody on the road. Go back to your hotel. Right. This is advice for the kids. Great work. <laughs> Great Tempe, advice. Mission Tempe. Palms. <laughs> yeah, mission no, don't say that. No, I'm sorry. Wait, did I say that? I'm sorry. That's not. That's your sorry. hotel, you yeah. idiot. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Is that what I said? I'm yes, sorry. Yes, you did. Is that Tempe a good hotel? Improv. It doesn't sound Great right. hotel. Is it really good? Super nice place. You can have sex with a member of Kiss. <laughs> Or twenty nine ninety five for Kissmas. Hey, we'll get into this later, but isn't it funny when you do impressions that people always assume that the girls you're with want you to do them? Like your friends are always, could you ever? Do, they ask Megan, does he ever do characters? Like that would be the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, to I did All have right. that. Here we go. You're with Regis Philbin today. It's just the craziest yeah. idea. That or you getting behind your girlfriend as Sam Kinnis and go, take it, you whore, yeah. yeah. you love it, <laughs> you dumb slut. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, take it. You are a bitch. <laughs> right. So you have done that. Yeah. I didn't know that you'd done it. I thought it was no. nothing only There's I was against. Okay. One girl asked me to do Yoda. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. You got to do that's that. That's weird. In the middle of it. <laughs> In the middle of it. Yeah, and I know exactly what you said. Strong you are. <laughs> Depends on how hot she is. Yeah. I have bathroom in the improv. It was a great one, and I'm not sure is FCC relatable, but it would be, uh, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you off there. It would be easy, you know, when you close it out. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Ropes you will have for <laughs> you. Yes. That. I have to because it's, yes. yeah, it's titillating to it. I know the rules. <laughs> it's a good one. Coming though. down the street. No, I know. You'd think it would be that. But Money you will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Just dollar bills flying skeet everywhere. I have skeet. I have skeet. I have Ooh, face mm. I will finish. Sleep I will. <laughs> Money on the counter it is. Strawberry shortcake. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry shortcake you have been given. <laughs> Discount I hope I have. <laughs> Voices free they are not. <laughs> uh, it's 834. Story time with Craig Gass is upon us. Uh, and uh, Craig's over to the Tempe Improv this weekend. We'll do some fireside chat in uh, 602-260-9800 if you want to get in on it. Talk to Craig. Talk to us. Whatever you want to talk about, uh, all we ask is you don't waste our time. It's 98KUPD. 98KUPD. Damn it. Story time with Craig had interrupted. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, we'll get to back to Better that. Better story time I know. off the air. Off the air story time's getting good. Yeah. On the air story time's been good. But right now, do you have the music ready, Toledo? you got to get our fireside chats all ready to go. Uh, we got people lined up. You ready to go? Yeah, I got okay, a few. Uh, 602-260-9800. What do you say, fellas? Let's all gather around and slap each other's dicks. <laughs> what? No. No? Uh, no. What that's not what we do. That well, I don't know. What the hell oh, does that Paul have to do with like anything? No. No? What are we doing? I don't well, know. We're, we're just simply chatting. Is all right. All right. Man. Whatever. Keep I don't remember. Uh, was it Truman that did this originally? Never <laughs> starting it with that. All right, America. At war. Let's sit around the radio and slap each other's dicks for a minute. I'm President Truman. Wow. 
It's a dick slapping weekend. Worst radio promo ever. KP's dick slapping weekend. Listen for songs. You'll get anything. the hold, but you only need the tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot, of, a lot of stations do 80s weekends. Not here. Dick slapping weekend on 90 at KPD. I'm putting that in the next line. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Dick slapping weekend. What does it mean? I don't know. I'm listening. Toledo. Though. I got to listen to that. Listen for your chance to get your dick slapped. It's Dick Toledo. Just hit, somebody hits Dick. Dick since Ow. 2001. Go Seahawks. Uh, anyway, so. Dick slapping weekend this weekend at kissonline.com. <laughs> it's a dick slapping it's cruise. Half, it's, we've got, uh, hold on. I gotta get my fire going. Uh, just anybody wants to chat. We can chat about anything. You know the rules. We haven't done this for a while. The uh, Fireside Chats with Craig Gass, who's at the Tempe Improv all weekend long. Our special guest while Brady's off playing grown-up tennis. Uh, doing something no one ever wants to watch, which is old man tennis. But he's there and he's enjoying it. So it's a nice house. Is it a personal day? Is that what he's taking right now? This would be like a vacation day. I think he, uh, yeah, this would be a, I don't know. He should have just called in sick and lied. I don't know what he's doing. Has he, he ever done that? You ever caught him lying on about a sick day? Uh, no. I've never. Uh, you he doesn't lie. Well, look, he lies, an and then angel. he lies about his lies, and then you just stop talking about it because <laughs> right. he tries to make it Pretends all moral. he doesn't yeah, he, lie. And then, he, and then he'll, like, Google or Snope stuff to prove that what he said isn't a lie. It's actually scientific somehow. Then then all of a sudden Brady relies on science. What's the most legendary lie he's tried to hold on to that's just not That he's hair. not bald? <laughs> he, he goes he pays for haircuts. I told him. I told him three years ago, maybe a little longer. I said, uh, "No, it's longer than that." We were talking about mohawks, and his hair got a little long. And I'm like, "Man, that's like the front of it is just this patch of nothing. He's got that zero in the back, yeah. and then a little, little patch on the bottom." And he said something. I could still, I, I could probably still grow a mohawk. I'm like, "You can't, because it's interrupted. It's mohawk interruptus. You have this big middle part that doesn't grow hair. It grows plenty of hair." So I'm like, "I will bet you my house, grow it out, that you cannot grow without help." Or a wig or, like, glue, a full front-to-back mohawk. Well, idiot starts trying to grow a mohawk, and for, like, a month... <laughs> it was the greatest he had ever. It was, and it was just out of pure The topper is he, he dyed his eyebrows oh. and the mohawk. Yeah, to make it to look match. like there was more hair. So that, he could, so that he could disguise but it. But you still can't patch the... the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it went and from it here to here. And it started way in the back, and yeah. it just had a little patch. And then, and then he had this it. weird little, like... He had uh, a bald mullet. Back head goatee that was like it was a Van Dyke That's growing adorable. out of the bottom of his head. It was adorable, That's but it was adorable. also sad because he was fighting so hard. It was he, he honestly thought, I'm taking, I'm taking this SOB's house. <laughs> and he was all proud of it and getting it dyed. And I'm like, it's the way you look sick. You're molting. You're literally a molting grown up. I love, I love Brady. good hair. I wish he still had it. I love it. Yeah, I wish he was still with us. What an adorable man. That poor little fella. He is an adorable man, but that bothers him. He doesn't want to be adorable. He wants to be taken seriously. Brady wasn't fooling anybody. <laughs> Everyone in the studio oh. was able to tell. <laughs> the bald man. That uh, he was a bald man. All right, let's go. Uh, who's on line one? Uh, we're going to start with a fact checker. Fact checker. Everybody loves them. Yeah, Oh, Kat. man, do I love fact checkers. Cat, uh, are you there? Is this about my drug history? Could be. Uh, yes, I am. All right, Cat, you're on. failed history. Oh, well, hello. We've got a history exam. I didn't know we were going to take it. Right. Oh, it wasn't Truman. Who is it? It's FDR. Was it FDR? Okay. Who cares? 
Yeah, you're right, though. That was kind of stupid of me. I knew it was around that time. I just forgot it was Roosevelt's uh, fireside chat. Cat wanted to prove her point. <laughs> Is that why you called? By doing that, she looked like a bitch. <laughs> is that why? I, of course, that's why I called. That's the uh, only reason is to you, call up and say you guys were wrong. You're a teacher, aren't you? Yeah. Damn it. No, I'm not. What do you do for I, a living? No. Uh, I, I don't, actually. You don't do anything <laughs> oh, for a living. You're jobless. You just call radio stations yeah. correcting them. So you're first. up looking for work or you're retired? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm disabled. Oh, now we're Cat spent the rest of the day at the supermarket telling people in the 12 items or less line that they had 13. Now, wait a second, Cat. Uh, disabled, uh, are you single? <laughs> are you into that kind of thing? Well, I'm trying to start a website. <laughs> you like to fart on hey, Depends on how disabled you this are. This is Tracy Morgan. I'm filming a porno in my handy van in the parking lot of the Tempe Improv. And I got a friend who's recently been in a car wreck. It mm. might be uh, interesting. I got a movie I'm making called How Stella Got Her Throat Packed. <laughs> you can be in it. Backed or packed. <laughs> uh, is, it a, is it a terrible disability? or, or uh, Backed or packed. Yeah. Well, Do you have know. a colostomy they're, bag? They're all kind of terrible, aren't they? Uh, nah, no, I'm, I'm, really. I, I'm, I've been told that it's just differently abled and you're awesome. So you're saying they're uh, all terrible. Yeah, that's crap. Yeah, that's garbage. So what is yours? What's your ailment? Uh, I have chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy. Whoa, what's that? <laughs> Baby hands? Uh, <laughs> Something poop-related? Cool, T-Rex? Cool, I think it's no, a poop-related. It's, it's yeah. a neurological disorder. It, it demyelinates your nerves, so you, uh, you get a lot of pain, and then you're paralyzed. Oh, my Ouch. And then it happens all over again. Do you have sex? Can you? As often as possible. No kidding. And do you find that you, uh, you have... say owl a lot? I was going to say. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Does it hurt? or does it, it, Do you find men are Not less tender, so more tender? What What is your typical partner like? Um. Or let me ask this. What is your typical... people are kind of clueless, and I'm, I'm perfectly happy to, to kind of keep them in the dark. Let you have like to be it. choked? Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to drop <laughs> off a baby on your butt. <laughs> what is it? Let me, I'll ask this question. What does a typical partner cost you? <laughs> John. Oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> no. So are you, you're not wheelchair bound or anything. I was. Oh, you, you got better. My ninth day out of the chair. Yeah. But Today I, is? I've been in a wheelchair four times. It's Man. likely going to happen again. It's just the, the, the nature of the disease. Oh. The story is making me horny. <laughs> Have you ever paralyzed, been paralyzed? And then in the middle of sex, just like lock up, and then you yeah. got the guy. Eric is excited. He can't we get stop out. talking about this. Yeah, we're fascinated. Um, dogs do that, but not me now. Oh, you're going to have to like, hose you and your friend apart. That's a great response, by the way. Dogs yeah. do do that. I don't know why you thought that well, a woman could lock thing. up. I've discovered. I've had it happen to me. Did you really? When I was 19, a girl locked up on me. and it... Well, again, we go back into rapes. A lot of times their bodies will seize. <laughs> wow. Uh, I right. thought I was going to die. Yeah, yes, sir. Did Kat, thank you very much for correcting us. Thanks Have for a... joining us on Fireside Rape. Yeah. She got nine days out of a wheelchair. She takes her time to call us. I'd be out jogging. I'd be taking advantage of the good days. I finally learned I how to, to walk. Did he yeah. say FDR? <laughs> that was true. That's... I got a call. I got a call. If I, I wouldn't sit down for like until I had to. I'd be on a bike. I got to take I wouldn't even listen to the radio. No. I would just walk. You're walking everywhere. You're walking everywhere. Uh, who you got next? Next we got Jason. Jason, what's up? Uh, hey, I uh, just wanted to say, um, you know, I've followed Craig for a long time. Uh, I just wanted to ask, you know, what it was like um, working on the set of King of Queens okay. uh, and how Kevin James was. Kevin was super nice. Um, Kevin was the one who approved me for the show. 
Leah Remini was super cool. We started calling each other uh, F-Face. Really? Uh, oh, you guys are real tight. 24 hours. <laughs> so that's, was, a, that's a typical greeting in Scientology, though, I think. I remember there was uh, the bathroom on the set was, uh, there was an animal in the bathroom. Somehow, like, an animal ended up in the bathroom. And it was like, they had to close down the bathroom. So, And I said, well, I really have to go to the bathroom. They said, well, go to Leah. She loves you. She'll let you use her bathroom. And I go, hey, Leah, uh, do you mind if I use your bathroom? There was, there was like, I got to get, like, a... a uh, there was some animal in the in the in the bathroom, and she goes, "Yeah, you're not going to take a poop, are you?" And I go, "Um, hmm. yeah, I was." And she goes, "Well, just just go in there. I'll get everybody out of here." And she's wow. like, "Yeah," but she was. But Kevin James, I ran into him at uh, uh, the media center at yeah. the Super Bowl a few years ago, and I hadn't seen him in about seven when, years. When did you work on King of Queens? It was uh, maybe seven years ago, six, seven yeah, years ago. Yeah, they rerun that episode yeah. constantly. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I still get checks. Always yeah. Yeah. I always, I do a thing on Periscope where I'll say, uh, guess how much my residual checks are. And then <laughs> I'll say, okay, this is Sex in the City. Looks like this covers Finland and England uh, <laughs> what for is uh, DVD and pay-per-view. Just take a guess how much this is. And people will guess how much, and I'll go... 85 cents. Yeah, you get nothing. Huh? You yeah. No, get... sometimes you get a few hundred dollars. Oh, sometimes cool. you get a few bucks. Yeah, King of forever. Queens has to be pretty good because those were some bigger episodes. Family Guy and American Dad are the biggest checks because really? they yeah. get replayed all the time yeah. everywhere. But Kevin James, I saw him at the media center. And I didn't want to bother him. I just saw him walking by and I go, hey, Kevin. And then he walked by and went, hey, how you doing? Hey, oh, gas. Hey, we, we got to get you to do your uh, Adam Sandler for the Sandman. He right. walks me into another room, and Adam Sandler's in the other room, and he goes, Adam, this is Craig Gas. You got to, this guy does, impre- I know you've heard impressions of you, but this guy right. does a great impression. I go, hey, what's up? I do this uh, voice, <laughs> and I get nervous, you know? And then Sandler goes, oh, that's good, buddy. That's good. That's good. I go, well, there's one more part to the impression where you do the laugh where you go, <laughs> He goes, all right, take it easy. Take it easy. We've had enough. We get it, buddy. Yeah. But he, uh, for him to remember my name six years later, I yeah. thought was really, really cool. Because he was at uh, the Detroit Super Bowl when we were out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh I, I was so fed up with him. Within seconds, I had Leslie Visser interview him instead. Yeah. Why were you fed up with him? He just was completely ice cold. Didn't want to really? do this. Didn't want to do any interviews. He was doing the thing, and he yeah. thought he was so above everything. Yeah, it was weird. Like how and uh, I was like, all right, you, I, I, see you don't want to be here, and I don't want to talk to you. He so. was different because he came to us after doing the NFL uh, Network. set. Yeah. And he came to us after that, and he looked just yeah. deflated. Like, ah, Well, he just he was tired at the end of it, and he had to go down the radio row. Yeah. And he didn't have to do it. We asked him, to, and we sat down, like, how's everything going? Just looking down the whole time, and I'm like, Leslie Visser has joined us, too. And I said, you know what? Leslie, go ahead. You're good at interviews. Interview Kevin James. You're on the, and he just kind of was like, oh. And I just like, I don't care. I, 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 get no, I got no time for this. And we let Leslie do it. And they, wow. they didn't really hit it off either. Don't you have a tough time talking to athletes? Are they not the usually yeah, the worst? Uh, depends on what sport. Hockey's the best. Yeah. Oh, the other guys are bad. Because they're right. usually programmed. You know? Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they, don't, they're, they get in trouble too easy. All right, that guy's gone. Jason's gone. Who's next? Thank you, uh, Next up, we got Steven. Steven, welcome to the Fireside Chat. You're on. It's Craig Gas Week. Go ahead, ask your question. What's up, man? I actually got a question for Homebird. Okay. Actually. Go. All right. So I was listening the other week, and, uh, man, I just got to ask how it felt when you had to eat that dick, old man. <laughs> what? Is he trolling That's us? an awesome question. What, what were you asking? I think he's just. Uh, you, no, he's got. You had to eat. Homebird, what do you eat the dick, old man? Oh, the old man I screamed that to? Yeah. What are you asking? <laughs> this is not a question. I just wanted to be on the radio. You set. had to eat the dick, old man. I, I didn't have to. I don't think you understand what I was talking about. I don't. I'm, I'm making a joke. Oh. 
What's the joke? Is this Kevin Gilroy? When does the joke start? His comedy career ended <laughs> as soon as it began. Look, I never claimed to be good at stand-up. I just tried. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What was well, your name again? What's the reference point? What was, I, yeah, what's he, the name again? Yeah, what is your name? Steven. All right. I'm asking you this because I don't mind even if you're kind of goofing on me. I just need to know the reference point for why I would be eating the dick old man. <laughs> Because uh, you uh, started off the uh, segment with talking about uh, slapping each other in the dick. Oh, it goes all the way back to the like eight minutes ago. Steven <laughs> spent the rest of his life walking around Awatuki, yeah. thinking about his dumb dick joke. This, is, this, this has been my life goal for the past week. Wow, you have failed that life goal. Wow. No, no, the, 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 the most wow. sad part is I'm sitting outside of work. I'm late right now because I've been waiting for like 20 minutes. And, and, now, 20 minutes. and, and that was the best got. you could come up <laughs> with. Yeah, it was like, is that our dumb dick Steven? <laughs> Dude, Steven's outside and he's going to do the thing we told him to. He thinks it's funny. Everyone, he always does dumb dick jokes. Yeah. This is why we don't open the phones up. Are you going to tell people about this, Steven? Oh, my boss is getting ready. Oh, since it's going so well, do you want to take a random? Yes. Oh, See, this is exactly it. People are like, you guys never answer your phone. Ta-da. All right, here we go. There you go. We got right. someone on the phone. Hi there, who's this? Hi, this is Tim. Tim, uh, this, are you going to do a dumb dick joke? <laughs> no, no. I just have a quick question about a Halloween costume. I don't know if we're still in Fireside Chat. Yes, we are. Go ahead. Okay, you know how Willy Wonka died, and everyone's going to be going at him. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, right. Best, the best start to a story I've ever heard. Okay, everybody here knows how Willy Wonka died, right? <laughs> you guys know what abortion is, right? <laughs> right. Okay. All right, so I have this. Like, oh, no. Where so, so Gene Wilder just died. <laughs> yes. Yes. And everyone's going to be going with Willy Wonka. No, they're not. Oh, but go yeah, ahead. Maybe. Would, yeah. Grossly overestimated. Would it, would it, can I go as the guy she played alongside Richard Pryor in Silver Streak as the black guy? Yes. Blackface man, of course you can. With the purple jacket? You must have yeah. a black or a, a friend playing Richard Pryor, though. A yeah. black friend has to be your Richard Pryor. That might be the tough part. Yeah, having a black friend, that is hard for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, walking down the street in blackface Silver going, yeah, yeah, my brother. In a purple <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> Satin purple jackets. That's right. You don't want to do that without a black friend. Uh, 70s okay, movies. And I'll right. tell you this: yeah, the Silver Streak reference may not go over no. at the 2016 that, party. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of thought. Now, I didn't know if anyone would get the reference. Now, what would be great is if you were Gene Wilder in blackface and the last few days of Richard Pryor. <laughs> In the chair. <laughs> now, that would be, because then people would be like, man, I don't know what's more offensive. <laughs> so they would just kind of skip it. When you're sitting on the toilet trying to take a dump. With a t-shirt that says, that ends crazy. <laughs> so good luck to you. Uh, happy Halloween. Thank you, sir. All right, thanks. There you go. This is why we don't answer the phone too much. But it ends up being all right. Uh, it's 9.03. Uh, we're going to do an entertainment drill, and then the Craig Gas Guadalupe Squares are upon us on this Friday. Craig's doing the show for us today. It's pretty darn good. Tempe Improv, baby. Everybody yeah. come down to Tempe. I never thought I'd say this after 15 years of working with him, but I hope Brady does a lot more tennis tournaments, Craig. This is fun. <laughs> you can fill in for your... That's exciting. Yeah. You and my Brady, too. <laughs> well, you know, I do believe I'm irreplaceable, but that... Uh... Three days later, Brady was found <laughs> hanging from a tennis court. <laughs> from a very strong rope. <laughs> I don't know what was more impressive, the rope or the thing it was tied to.
It'd have to be a chain. I it guess. would just be Brady's <laughs> headless body was dangling below a rope. Sadly, the guys didn't know that the tennis match was a ruse. <laughs> Brady was in the parking lot crying, <laughs> listening to the radio. They're going to let me go. <laughs> I need a lot of rope and a very strong oak tree. Uh, I did barbecue <laughs> for that guy. I made food for you, you son of a... Uh, it's 9.04. The entertainment drill is coming up next. That or Those are your fireside chats. Good English. 98K UPD, it's Black Sabbath right there. Uh, Sweet Leaf, it is 922. Every conversation we're having off the air is ends. Like, and that's how I got herpes. We are back. <laughs> right. Back with the morning sickness. And that's when Mark Malone showed me his testicles. 98K UPD. <laughs> it's a slap a dick weekend. Uh, it's 922. I was like, crabs? Yeah. Crabs, I need more. <laughs> Uh, it is uh, time for, uh, well, normally Brady to entertain us, but it is not Brady today. It is Eric filling in for Brady as it's Craig Gas Week ending today, unfortunately, Craig. Uh, this is it, but you can see Craig all weekend. Or you can stay in the studio and we'll have more stories. <laughs> or, yeah, we just hang Until out. Until the next break. And chat uh, some more. Uh, and come back can. from another break going, oh, HPV. This would have been a great show to run tape on between oh, yeah. breaks. Because the chatting that went on in here was pretty awesome. Although all the Craig stories start with, all right, we can't talk about this on the air. Yeah, but this yeah that is true. Yeah. Here we go. Here are eight people in my AA meeting that I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I can never mention again. It's all uh, brought to you by Brady's Restaurant. Right, it is. And this is uh, the entertainment role. Eric, Come on, guys, entertain take it seriously. Yeah. No, this is very important. This, this, is, is, my this is my job. Yeah, come I on, got guys. two restaurants I got to promote. Come on. Well, Brady's not here, so... Uh, He's still yeah. brought to you by Pork Opus. No, Chandler and brought to you by Famous Dave's at San Oh, Village. no, that's not <laughs> true. stuff your face with the best barbecue on earth today. Okay, those Famous guys are Dave's. cool, too. Wait a minute. They're cool. I pay for that, you jerk. All right. Right. Well, you know, not all of us have one weekend to promote a show all week long. All right, Dave. Nice job, Craig. Famous. I'm glad you got your plugs in. Scottsdale and Chandler, Porkopolis. Today's Famous special is the Dirty Bird. You got to run off and play tennis, Brady. Yeah, matter. yeah, yeah. You don't I get guess. your plug. I'm not going to show up for this stupid job. My other job can't benefit. <laughs> Porkopolis, BBQAZ.com. Oh, look at this guy. Thanks. <laughs> or Brady would have said it. Brown Pork, nose. Porkopolis. <laughs> Porkopolis, Bob is a goo. As, as com. Remember for guys... like that first year, he didn't know what his website was? <laughs> well, remember for the first year, uh, he kept telling us about a website called FunnyOrdy.com? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> FunnyOrdy? I saw it on FunnyOrdy.com. What the hell is FunnyOrdy? I like how we're talking about him like he's dead. He's dead. We've lost him. He's gone forever. <laughs> oh, those were the days. <laughs> we need remember. to bring him back and make Brady great again. <laughs> we're just planning ahead. I love him. If I could, I'd grab him right by the pussy and bring him to me and kiss him as hard as I could like a bitch. Uh, who's, that, who's that singer from New Zealand? Uh, the kid that was the singer that was like huge two years ago. Oh, the girl? Yeah. Um, it's like really dark, the weird one. Gothic. Oh, uh, Lord? Lordy. Lord, yeah. Yeah. And my buddy says, uh, he goes, Oh, is that Lordy? And I just started, <laughs> I was like, Lordy. And he goes, I, call, I don't know. I call her Lordy. Make too. fun of me. It's not? Like, it's, no, it's Lord. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's an E on the end of it. Guys, take my plug seriously. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, game one of the World Series is Tuesday night in Cleveland, and since Charlie Sheen played an Indians pitcher in Major no. League, a lot of people want him to throw out the first pitch. No. Oh, well, he says, Ruined. quote, Major League continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. If called upon, I'd be honored. Ricky Vaughn. I think they did Throw set that later, up. Ricky. Hey, guys, I just need you to uh, step away because I've got AIDS. <laughs> and just give me the ball, and I'll throw it as hard as I can, okay? Maybe he'll do that cool haircut 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah very intense. <laughs> yeah, tiger, take his tiger blood out. Yeah, there. you don't want that AG tiger blood. Yeah, sorry guys, I've got AIDS. <laughs> Could you imagine the catcher if he like cut his finger or something no, no. and had the ball? Oh. <laughs> if he had the Trevor Bauer cut on his yeah, hand, if he had the Trevor Bauer. whipping that bloody baseball oh, to catcher. No, no, catcher just lets it go to the backstop. <laughs> it's okay, I've got a condom. Uh, Everybody, yeah. welcome Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh. Is his finger bleeding? Oh no. It's okay. I've got AIDS. We know. Uh, Scott Bayo he posted... sneezes on the mound. Oh! Oh! <laughs> little blood trickles out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott oh, Please divert your eyes from Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I got a little bit of the sniffles. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Nothing serious. <laughs> that's the first time game. I ever tried to do a Charlie pretty Sheen. Pretty good. All right, there you go. Eh, it's yeah. good <laughs> enough. All right. I mean, that's what he sounds like with AIDS. Uh, that's, okay. uh, sorry, it's Charlie with AIDS, so... <laughs> Lower your You guys all remember how Willy Wonka died, right? <laughs> that was the greatest line <laughs> that was of the, the best opening of all time. <laughs> Got a question. Uh, you guys know what AIDS is, right? All right. <clears throat> so check this out. You guys out. are all familiar like the horrors of AIDS. Cool? All right. Here, let me ask you this. My Egg. mom and I are going to the mall. <laughs> Hey, I got a question for Holmberg. Is that Holmberg? Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, uh, I got a funny idea. Uh, you know what date rape is, right? <laughs> yes, I do. You joked about okay. it, right? Okay, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to set the table. You know how girls don't like it when you grab them by the pee, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Check it. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, Scott Bale posted a video where he tells women and independent voters to vote with their heads, not their emotions. Even if all the sexual misconduct allegations against Donald Trump, Trump are true, right? specifically to women, he wants women to know, "Hey, Chachi, yeah, Chachi, Chachi's said. talking to you." Yeah, the guy who plowed through more women, ah, uh, just killed it, and then made money off of a videotape he happened to own, the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee video. No! was his tape because it was in his possession when he dated her. I didn't know that he owned the tape, so he's the one who made all the money off of it when it initially was for sale. And he had to give some back, but not a ton because it was like possessions nine tenths, and she left it at his place. Do you have any music uh, beds that could be a public service announcement music bed? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what are you going to do a public service announcement? Yeah, public for? service okay. announcement. Uh, I can't do a Chachi impression, so sure uh, you can. Who's going to know? I, I don't. Uh, Toledo, do you have any? My Chachi. The more is, you know, my, my Chachi is going to sound like uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay, right. let me see what I've got. Uh, um, I really don't have anything for that. Do the porn bed. Porn I bed. I was thinking about. That. All right, I'll try that. Oh, this is a good one. Toledo's got a good one. Actually, uh, it's just the it's just the sound. Hi, okay. ladies. I'm Chachi. I know you've made some bad decisions in your life when you've had sex with me, but I'm asking you to use your head on the election day. Please vote with your head, not with your heart. And I'm gonna grab you by the pee. <laughs> All right, and then you got to hit the more you know thing again, Toledo. Oh, he's texting. Timing. <laughs> he's timing. <laughs> In the middle of the PSA, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm in section 142 on Sunday. <laughs> right. is hooking me up, exactly. man. Exactly. He's going to be on the field. What was your text just now? I wasn't texting. I had to turn off the phone. I <laughs> From what? No, it was just on. I had to turn it off. Right then and there, the phone just was like, well, I better shut this down. And you know what? I think I left something in the oven. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson just posted a photo of himself in front of a Hawaiian Airlines plane. Obviously, he's got that movie coming out. There. Yeah. Moana or whatever it's called. No idea. Uh, well, apparently he used to steal cologne back in the day from Hawaiian Airlines. He'd sneak into the galley, grab some polo from their duty-free cart, and uh, just take it when he was a teenager. Yeah. So he's a thief. He admitted to it. <laughs> when did he admit to that? 
just now. Just now. Weren't you listening? Just now, Craig. He takes a phone, but he takes a picture and says, and says in the picture, "I used to steal." Yeah. Okay. He admits to it. All right. Who's going to challenge that at this point? Right there on his Instagram. There it is. Proof. You're doubting Eric. I used to steal from you guys, huh? Can you smell what the rock has stolen? It's cologne. It's a lot of cologne. Uh, there are still 11 artists, uh, well, big-name artists, you can't find on any major streaming service. Okay. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Which is kind of she odd. She can't put up a fight. Right? Yeah. Is that the song yeah. you did? Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, just, I always said that when I heard it. Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard, for some reason? Is not on a streaming service. No. They're, they've made enough in their world? I guess. There are a ton of re-recordings of their popular stuff on Spotify and Apple Music. What's that? Some of their the more recent albums are there, but the original versions of their songs no have been blocked no idea. over royalty dispute. Uh, the British electronic group, the KLF. Well, yeah, that's, you know, people are going nuts that's over that. Song, right? Otherwise known as Kilf. <laughs> the KLF. 92, they left their left a the music Klansman business. I'd love to. Publicly deleted their Kilf. entire catalog. Uh, Yoko Ono. Sex with a kill. Most of her solo stuff isn't available. Racist is sexy. Racism makes me hard. But there is some. Um, there are some duets, <laughs> duets with John Lennon. I'm gonna put a baby in a racist booty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make butt babies with a kill. Bob Seger. He's had some issues with Capitol Records, so that's yeah. Not and Tool, which is one of the most famous ones. I'm gonna draw a ding dong on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> it gets silly sometimes. Bruce Springsteen uh, wrote a song for Harry Potter, but it got rejected. Mm-hmm. Wrote a song called I'll Stand By You Always for Harry Potter. Oh, Bruce dad. Springsteen got rejected? Yeah. Yeah. Of course it did. It was a terrible idea. Bruce wow. Springsteen and Harry Potter have nothing in common. I know, but that's balls to, to have someone that huge yeah. say. Especially when they knock on your door. I wrote a song for your wizard boy. <laughs> Bluesy <laughs> wizard songs, Greg? One, two, three, four. I... This is uh, Bruce Springsteen, my old Charlie Sheen impression. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I sound like on AIDS. (laughs) One, two, three, four, going down to Dumbledore. Blow, big man. (laughs) Blow it, big wizard. This is what I sound like when I'm getting AIDS. This is how I sound (sighs) when I'm getting the AIDS. Two, three, four. You know, my daddy sat me down on his lap, nude, gave me the AIDS. (laughs) We're driving around the town. Getting AIDS. Some old journals. Your, your old town? My old town. This is my old you know, town. You know, it got me to thinking. Uh, I have AIDS, and uh, I used to be a blue-collar guy with AIDS, and uh, I wrote a song about it. it goes, this jean jacket's got AIDS. One, two, three, four. That was kind of a Gene Simmons, uh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen mashup. Yeah, it's a <laughs> If you missed any part of that impression, go to kissonline.com and get your tickets for the Tempe Improv for twenty nine ninety five. It's a markup. I got AIDS in my hometown. (laughs) Some old journals have surfaced where New York Giants kicker Josh Brown admits to abusing his Uh, then wife, saying, I viewed myself as God, basically, and she was my slave. Oof. I think of Megan that way. The team and the league were aware of his domestic violence arrest in 2015, but it's unclear if they knew about the letters. Isn't it crazy that a guy could be hidden away from the public, famous, but hidden? Everyone yeah. loves the guy, but they don't know that in private he's a disaster. Well, they kind of leaked out what he did back in the Pro Bowl, but it wasn't I, it yeah. wasn't that big a deal. And well, now, he was suspended. He, there was rumors talked. when he was in Seattle. Well, he well what was a, the leak? What was the, the leak? leak was at the Pro Bowl, he got into a fight with his wife. It got physical, and the NFL had to move her and the kids to another hotel room, and she made that public. 
But I never heard of an arrest, or I just heard there was a, a dispute and some trouble. Okay. And then, so now it turns out that there were charges. He can't travel out of the country. And so he can't go he to the trip to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was he was God. I didn't know any of that. <laughs> that didn't come out in the police report immediately. It's horrifying. Was it? Was she like his gimp? I got the I gimp. I don't know, but the kids were in the room. He's like he's. It's crazy Ugh. that a kicker could get that arrogant. If a kicker can get that arrogant, how about quarterbacks? Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, this is uh, Josh Brown, uh, formerly <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, formerly uh, Charlie Sheen, and uh, I'm a god. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Movies out this weekend: Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher. Never go back. Uh, also, Boo, Amadea Halloween, the Zach Galifianakis comedy, That's Keeping Up with the Joneses. No. Hi, this is uh, my Madea impression. <laughs> formerly Josh Brown, and, and formerly Bruce Springsteen, formerly Charlie Sheen with AIDS. Hello, you got her. I just want to say, Boo. Uh, yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, that's, I just think that's a bad idea for a movie because racists can call it something else immediately. That's, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil, also. Yeah, that's another. All right, all right. Nothing really getting uh, positive reviews. The Jock Creature movie is getting one star right now on Flickster. So. Come see it for free. At my, yeah. My <laughs> tomorrow. Has anyone seen Girl on the Train? No, I hear it's phenomenal. Uh, I want to see it. Yeah, and that girl is beautiful. I yeah. forgot her name. Who's the girl in that? I have no idea. She's, she's very she pretty. Is. Uh, I'm just going to call her Charlie Sheen's friend. <laughs> Do you ever talk about some a girl in such a positive way that Maggie gives you crap about it later? Like, why would you love her uh, so much? Really. No? Uh, Kylie Jenner got to her for a while because she was a child. Did you call uh, his wife Maggie? <laughs> She's... Yeah, Maggie. You know Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> you called Maggie. her Maggie. You called her Maggie. 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 Well, Maggie. she's like Maggie. What is Pants. it? On... Yeah, Maggie Pants. Yeah. 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 That's no, how you know. Yeah, Maggie that's Pants. how you know. Maggie. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, your entertainment drill. It's 936. That's not her. Haley Bennett is not the girl in the train. Not saying. the one? Eh. But it says girl in the train. No, the the star. You're the talking star about the star of the, the movie. Star of the movie. Emily, yeah, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I, yeah. I think she's fantastically pretty. Not in that picture, though. She looks a little toady. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's 936. we got our Guadalupe Squares coming up with Craig Gass. You want to play? We need a girl. We need a boy. 602-260-9800. I do believe we have tickets for tonight on the line. Disturbed, Chevelle, and... Oh, nice. uh, uh, nothing more tonight. Or seven dust. Or seven. seven dust this weekend. Right? <laughs> and Dave Dreamin is here. It's ninety-eight Wah! KUPD. The gas squares are next. The white stripes there. I can't Icky because it's hey, like Craig, we're on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Dumbass. Sorry. Sorry. All right. We're <laughs> hey, having a conversation. Yeah, we're talking here, John. Sorry, yes. I didn't sorry. realize that I was in your way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is be uh, nice if I just keep talking the yeah. way on the air that I was off the air. Would have been even better if you're like Holmberg. Shut up a minute. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. It's 948. It is a The better... charges were dropped, dude. <laughs> and we're back. Stop bringing it up, man. So I grabbed her in the puss. <laughs> yeah. Meaty. <laughs> 98KUPD. It's 949. It is uh, time for your Guadalupe squares, just like the Hollywood squares, only completely different and not even in Guadalupe anymore. And today, uh, Tempe Improv's Craig Gass is joining us to help us out with the squares. It is the Gas Squares, and it's brought to you by Four Wheel Parts. It's your one-stop shop. <laughs> Good one. You're a professional. Well, I, Guys, I take this seriously. I got this. One-stop shop. Come it actually on. says your one-stop source, but I had already started shop, <laughs> yeah. so it was too late. I, I was down the wrong road. It's your one-stop source for truck parts as well as parts for Jeeps, which I love, and SUVs, nation's largest inventory of off-road 4x4 products, including tires, wheels, lift kits, winches, lights, fender flares, mud flaps, and more. 4wheelparts.com with the number 4 
wheelparts.com. Thank you for sponsoring our squares. Here's your host of the squares, Mr. Creepy Berger on Creepy Heat. Thank you, Johnny. Starting the top left square, it's uh, our president for a little while longer, President Obama. Uh, it's uh, just about the end, uh, Craig. And I just want to say thanks for uh, coming on down. It's an honor to be working with you, Mr. It's, president. Is it? Uh, really? It well, at least somebody around here gives me some goddamn respect. <laughs> hope, hope you're enjoying your last few months of your... To be honest with you, I haven't enjoyed uh, the last six and a half years. Why? Well, the first year seemed hopeful, and then everybody else became just absolute (laughs) dicks. A little gridlock there. So it all kind of crashed around me. But uh, enjoy the squares with uh, Craig. Oh, thank uh, you, Mr. President. It's uh, good to see you. Uh, Thank you. Who are you voting for? Uh, you know, it's a tough decision. I mean, it's it, I don't feel like either candidate. All right. Well, Craig is a complete wishy-washy <laughs> bitch. Uh, filling in for Brady, uh, nailed it. I don't think you could say that. Well, I can say whatever I want. Leaving. I got Come on, guys. You can't to shoot take for. a side. <laughs> you alienate your audience. <laughs> Top middle square. It's uh, from Kiss, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley. Hey, guys. This is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. It's an honor to be here. And we're doing this for the fans. We are not doing this for money. Really? Everything we do wow. is for the fans, which is why our segment is brought to you by American Airlines. <laughs> we love to fly, and it shows. And Budweiser. <laughs> and Budweiser? Don't be a pussy. Grab a Budweiser. <laughs> Kissonline.com. Top right square. It's uh, the Al Pacinos for no oh, reason whatsoever. Oh, yeah, boy, oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's yeah. That's Al, and I'm Sal. <laughs> yeah, Al and Sal. I didn't know you had a brother. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we came to grab some puss. <laughs> Let's buy the puss. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you Nothing. in your military uniform? I don't know. I just showed up. In it. It's all right to be in. These are my underoos. <laughs> my military fatigue underoos. And I think I'm wearing your underoos too. <laughs> oh. Got a poop stain. So do I. Oh, boy. Skidma. Yeah. Whoa. Drop a stinky. Craig loves it. All right. Middle left square. Hey, uh, Gary. The Cubs are one game away, everybody. So in honor, we have the dueling Harry Carries. Hey. Hey, everybody. Holy cow. Now, uh, this uh, Harry <laughs> Carey. That's what I'd sound like. Hi, this, this is Harry Carey, formerly Charlie Sheen. If uh, I had the AIDS, <laughs> I've got AIDS. And I was star of Platoon. Not even going to try the impression. Hey, apparently. has anybody noticed Larry King dying in the front row? My, uh, my, nuts, game. my nuts hurt. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, formerly Charlie Sheen. You should get that checked out. <laughs> We've got Charlie Sheen on the line. Charlie, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I've got Hi, AIDS. Charlie, Larry King here. I'm dying. What are you dying of? I'm dying of AIDS, Larry. I'm dying of old age. That makes me better. Hey, have you seen me eat a pint of ice cream every night behind home plate at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, with Mary Hart. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then we went to uh, Taco Bell. Uh, Charlie, have you ever been with Mary Hart sexually? <laughs> Uh, she gave me AIDS, Larry. All right, Mary Hart is off the list. <laughs> middle no longer square. taking her to do- to ball games. <laughs> Moving along in the middle square, he's road tripping with his dad. It's yeah. Brady Bogan in the middle square. Hey everybody, come on guys, stop playing around. We gotta take this hey, seriously. There's my son there, Brady. Play oh. tennis? You excited? Yeah, toy? no, nobody's excited to watch tennis. It's terrible, but you know I'm in my late 80s now. Dad, are you watching? Watch me. Oh, watch yeah. me. Hey, you're great out me? there, little fella. We're about to get yourself. Dad, Wendy's. watch me. Okay, Wendy's Frosty's for everybody. 
watch me, Dad. Yeah, no, I just got to hang out with him because I'm getting to the doorstep of dying. Dad, are you watching? Yeah, there you go. Watch Look me at play. That. Hit the yellow one, boy. Did, did you bring your harmonica? Yeah, I sure did. Play dear. a tune for him. I do impressions, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, Gabby? Uh, Hayes? Oh, show him how it's done, yeah, Dad. Yeah, there like, oh, I'm sitting at a gold bar. I do that one all the time. And then, oh, everybody loves that. The then, yeah. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> I love some barbecue. Yeah, the boy makes uh, a good barbecue. Gabby you know? Hayes just kills at the dinner yeah, table. Gabby Hayes is a big hit. Uh, Greg, you should work that Gabby Hayes in your act. <laughs> Is that Norm McDonald? He's the same exact guy. If you meet Brady's dad, you'd be blown away. Sounds just him. like him. Dad, are you watching the Norm McDonald impression? Hey, you know, it's crazy there because my boy is a uh, he's a playing tennis out there. <laughs> yeah, the guy's got a boner. Yeah, the guy's out there playing tennis in those tiny little shorts. Give him look like he's got a boner. <laughs> Middle right square. Hey! Uh, he's all healed up. It's Tracy Morgan, everyone. I'm going to put a baby in your booty. <laughs> what? I'm going to put a baby in your butthole. I'm a, I'm a I'm man. Tracy Morgan. Oh, okay. Hey, why isn't that guy wearing shoes? <laughs> I like playing this game. Too expensive. I like playing this game. Why don't you wear shoes there, Tracy? I'm, I'm like Michael Jackson. Every day I look in the mirror and I say, Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. <laughs> you look like you have a, a baby in your make gut. Any sense. What's he talking about? Hey, really, what's your Negro friend talking about? Here? <laughs> I don't know. He's talking about crazy black stuff. What's a mumakusa? All right. It's settle Michael down, guys. Jackson music. Come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of that number. I'm going to take my pants off. Okay. Oh, Tracy. Oh, come on. on. There you go. Bottom of the square. God it's Brady's it. secret square. Give us a hint, Brady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, must drive faster. I'm an American actor. Who's, uh, it's your birthday. It's my birthday today. I'm 59, I'm guessing. Uh, somewhere around there. Uh, it's in Jurassic Park. Do you have age? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I uh, must uh, drive. I was the uh, fly. <laughs> Okay, and, uh, uh, I think I get this. I uh, was also uh Independence Day guy. <laughs> Good one, Brady. I'm doing the impression. Yeah. Uh, we uh, must uh, go faster. <laughs> uh, can I ask uh, for can I ask a question? Yeah, uh, were yeah. you in Jurassic Park? Yes, as I was. Uh, were uh, many. Uh, and I phone a friend. Dinosaur. <laughs> Apartment internet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when you're in the fly, did you look like you had AIDS? Ah, uh, yeah, for a little while there. Uh, All right. Bottom. Yeah, I was laying in my apartment internet. <laughs> Bottom middle square. Apartments.com. He's out of breath. It's uh, Mark Wahlberg. Out of breath, Mark Wahlberg. Guys, why are you out of breath? What happened, Mark? Because that's the only way I can do this impression, buddy. I'll tell you what. I came here to play. You better be ready to play, too. So you better be ready. So everybody, come down. Have I'm you been gonna... doing some bench pressing? I've been... I've been... Hey, Mark, did you hear Brady earlier? <laughs> did you hear Brady earlier in the week call your old band the, the, the Marky Mark and the Fun Bunch? Uh, yeah. I heard that, buddy. But it was that? the Fun KY Bunch. He thinks you're all from Kentucky. <laughs> I'm actually lightheaded right now. <laughs> yeah, a little dizzy. Sorry, New Wahlburgers. Juby. I gotta be careful when I do that. Bottom right square. It's our boss, Trip Reeb, in the bottom right. Yeah. Trip, you're in LA still? No, I'm not in Los Angeles. Where are you? I have family matters in other parts of the country that don't concern you. Oh. Who's right. the new Brady? That's that's Craig Gas. Yeah. You like, like him? him? Yeah. I like him because he's not Brady. <laughs> okay. Why do you always talk smack about me? I'm not talking smack, little fella. I just don't want any more barbecue. It's average. I'm just trying to be nice to you. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be nice, and it's wearing thin. We miss you, Trip. Ah, uh, well.
Have a nice day. <laughs> All right, thanks, boss. Yep. Anyway. All right, so we got the awkward pause. Cheryl and AJ. Cheryl, are you there? Yes. Oh, there she is. AJ, are you there? Yes, sir. What's going Cheryl on? Cheryl sounds like she got a sweet, thick ass. What's up, Cheryl? <laughs> Do you have a sweet, thick ass, Cheryl? Uh, oh, my God. Her phone's broken again. It's making, her her back is making the phone vibrate. <laughs> she got That's a thick ass. Do you know how to fix that, Rich? All right. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Great job, Richard. All right, we'll just deal with you. Yes. You guys keep keep it to a minimum of chatter on the phones. Just agree, yes or no. Pick a square, Cheryl. The secret square. Oh, bottom left. Ooh. Give her a treatment, Brady. Okay. I was uh in the apartment internet. <laughs> I was also in the fly. Any ideas? I tend to talk like this. I, that's my impression. Kind of brownish. What? what? <laughs> confident. Uh, confident that it's Jeff Goldblum. Very hey, hey, good, right, space lady. <laughs> Those were her last words before she drowned. <laughs> X gets a square. Get Ted Kennedy and uh, Marianne Kopechny in the car. <laughs> AJ, you you're up. Pick a square. Uh, let me get Obama. All right, top left square. It's President Obama. Well, uh, if so, these people are going to need Obamacare soon. They're both there. Uh, <laughs> Underwater, like we were when I became president, uh, with your homes and your loans, and I got you out from underwater. Evidently, not everybody, <laughs> not ev- not these guys. These two still uh, way underwater. AJ <laughs> is black, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Just like you, you think, tell? Uh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum is a black. Guy. Well, I wow. said he was brownish, right? Uh... Which really is what we all <laughs> brownish. We're all kind of well tan. The show on ABC is called Blackish. But <laughs> let's be honest. It's, Sorry. I didn't mean to offend, Mr. Brown. President. I was just yes. trying to help. He's a Hillary supporter. <laughs> no, I'm not. Big, uh, Huge. Eric is a, uh, a large Hillary supporter. I'm uh, voting for none of the above. Yep, that's a vote for Trump. Option. Good for <laughs> okay. you. Congratulations. Here's Enjoy your... the future of nuclear uh, <laughs> nuclear weapons. Here's your question, Mr. President. True or false? All right. Human birth control pills work on gorillas. Is that Charlie? true or false? Charlie, uh, you would know more about birth control uh, than me. I actually uh, got AIDS from a gorilla. Uh, <laughs> So I actually know something about this. Uh, uh, literally uh, took uh, dicks out for Harambe, literally. And, uh, it is the wild the direction. thing. And, uh, 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 <sighs> throw him uh, the heater, Ricky. No, not dicks out now, Charlie. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Harambe was a uh, hell of a puss. <laughs> uh, is that true or I'll false? Say, uh, you get bored having sex with regular people. Uh, and you start having sex with apes. <laughs> that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I'll say the, uh, the, the question about birth control for apes. Is, uh, gorillas. Okay, gorillas. The first uh, uh, form of birth control is to not have sex uh, with gorillas. With oh, abstinence. Uh, abstinence <laughs> is always the first answer. Uh, other than that, uh, I'd say they have bigger pills, so probably not. <laughs> All right, he says false. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Ooh, actually, it was true. Oh, jeez, oh, I thought it was true. Uh, X gets a square. Cheryl, you can take the Uh-oh. dueling Harry carries for the sweep. <laughs> Oh, I think I should, yes. All right. Hey, don't you love it when a guest comes on? <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Harry Carey. <laughs> and he's an impressionist. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Harry Carey and uh, from Chicago. Unpicked squares on his impressions, and we get the same crap ones I do. <laughs> I'm repurposing all my AG impressions. Let me invite Gene and, 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 and the Kiss the into the square. Come on down, guys. Take over for a bit. Hi, everybody. Can I make a quick announcement in the middle of this game? 
Sure. You know, Kiss invented every style of music that you hear today. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that Kiss invented the butthole? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? I thought so. It's a Tell true him story. how. It's true, Gene. Tell him what happened. <laughs> we were on the Love Gun tour, and we had so much vagina on the Love Gun tour that we said, there's got to be another hole. <laughs> and now, thanks to Paul Stanley, you all have a butthole. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Go to kissonline.com. Holy cow. Learn something oh, every day. I never knew that before. <laughs> Here's your question. By the way, everybody who comes to the improv gets AIDS this weekend. <laughs> true or false, some worms. I'm on my way. <laughs> some worms will eat themselves. That's true or false, Harry. I don't know anything about a worm eating himself, but I have uh, seen some videos on the internet of a guy eating his own worm. Neither, neither do I. Uh, this is a tough one, Harry. Well, you've been dead uh, for a while, Harry. You should know. Yeah, but I died from a stroke. Well, you're still in the ground by the worms. I wasn't eating worms. Or was I? Would you? I would eat worms. <laughs> Charlie's eaten worms before. It's what got him the AIDS. Yeah, I used to eat worms while I uh, banged apes. I uh, used to pork apes. It was sexy. They would lock you down. They were ver- and worms. And right around. That was spaghetti. It was a vision. My wife gave up pork. <laughs> <laughs> So Dutchie doesn't eat pork apes anymore. Is that what we're talking about? I have no, no idea. Just answer the question, Eric. I'm slowing away. Break, break into the compound and uh, in my underoos, and I just start wrestling these apes and just boning them. It was fun. What was the question? Some worms will eat themselves. True or false? Dutchie used to eat my worm fairly regularly. I think if Larry King's scoliosis gets any worse, he'll have no problem getting a worm in his mouth. Boy, I got to tell you, that guy's old. Hey, worms eat themselves. <laughs> Did you know that? So you're saying true? Yeah, you know what I like yeah. to eat? White worms. Oh. They fire out of me like crazy. Now, we're going to say true. All right, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, well, I would, uh, I would disagree. sounds like the most ridiculous thing ever. I know, I would disagree. She was about I, to drown. You That's should disagree, what? Cheryl. She had exactly two minutes oh. of air. Disagree. Eric, why are you doing that? Could you... Just answer, Cheryl. Just disagree, uh, Cheryl. Jesus, what is your mouth full of? <laughs> she disagrees. No, that's wrong. You should have agreed. Uh, it's a square. We got a block. AJ, you're up. Big square. <laughs> I may have tainted this game. Let me have Christy Morgan. All right. Hey, 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 finally. Hey, hey, what are talking about? <laughs> Screw it, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> this, tape, this game takes skill. I don't. I only got one skill. I only have one skill. What's that? My one skill? I like to open up the newspaper. I like to take a Sharpie. I like to go to the comic section. And I like to draw ding-dongs on people. <laughs> That's my one skill. That's a good skill. I draw ding-dongs, ding-dongs on them. Yeah. Like the snack cake? The hostess cake? No, like, you know Linus? <laughs> you know that comic strip Peanuts? Yeah. You know Linus? Uh-huh. Linus got a blanket, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, now that blanket's got a ding-dong on <laughs> Yeah, a big old ding-dong. A big one or a little one? A just, big old ding-dong. Just ding big dong. ones. I All went right. to a family reunion. My grandpa walked past me. I put five ding-dongs on him as he passed me. <laughs> Everybody at the improv gets a ding-dong this weekend. Here's your question, Tracy. True or false? It would take a sloth six months to travel one mile. Is that true or false? I'm going to say false. Got to wish he was driving that truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says false. He's never been going as fast. Do you know? agree or disagree, AJ? I uh, disagree. Actually, it was false. Oh, X gets a square. Come on now. 
All right. We have a mess oh, going on Cheryl, here. Cheryl, pick one. Pick one, Cheryl. Brady. <laughs> Brady. I think she's mad at me. I don't know. Don't be mad at me, Cheryl. Hey, I'm going to do the best I, I can. I am mad at you. <laughs> hey, lady. No one can understand where you're sick. You sound like you're drowning in it. So. <laughs> You've been drowning for like five minutes yeah, and you're still alive. It's either that or it's like those movies John shows me all the time. And those ladies have that gurgly sound. <laughs> You watch yeah. those tour? Well, I can't help it. You know, I'm very old, and the couch is quite comfortable. <laughs> and then John puts those. Can't stop a moving train. Yeah, you can't stop a moving train. John gets those videos. Up Thanksgiving, there. Dad and I would watch Upskirts. <laughs> <laughs> Upskirts shots are our favorite. It's a family tradition. You know what we like on the Thanksgiving weekend? Toilet burn. We like the turkey. You know, we like that. And then yeah, we like uh, the football. Oh yeah, football's fun. And then Dad. the uh, JFK uh, videos of his head getting blown off. Oh yeah, those are hot. And then Upskirt videos. I love Upskirts. Thanksgiving at the Bogus. That's fun. Like family time. Yeah. Really. Well, you know, everybody knows Thanksgiving is toilet cam time. <laughs> yeah, and the cool part is is that Kenny's head looks a lot like an upskirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you pause as a pruder film, just... Uh, All right, Tor. Everybody's walking away from that one. Where's everybody going? <laughs> Where's everybody leaving? Huh? Well, you took it too far. Yeah, <laughs> hey, keep hitting the yellow one, boy. Here's your question, guys. True or false? <laughs> Avocados are poisonous to birds. Is that true or false? Of course. Yeah, what do you think, Dad? Of course it is. You like watching birds? You're yeah, a bird yeah. Watcher. I'm going to agree with Dad. Okay, I'm of course you are. <laughs> I love my Of course, yeah, I love you too, boy. Hit the yellow one. Yeah, birds ate that stuff, you know? Mexican birds don't. What? They'll eat the guacamole. <laughs> you can't just it. give them an avocado. you got to make guacamole for them. Dad and I are going to... You watching me, Dad? There's that video of that Kennedy blowing up. Look how cool... Watch this. And right about... I think he already uh, got shot. Uh, upskirt oh, there shot. There's your upskirt shot right there. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, it looks a lot like an upskirt. It feels <laughs> like it's turkey time. <laughs> you can smell it in the air every time. Smell it in the air. Every time you hear that echo in uh, Dealey Plaza. Are you saying true or false? Dad and I are going to say true. I agree with All the right. boy. They say true. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, no! it never ends. Nobody notices the Cat's pattern game. that's going on. AJ, <laughs> AJ, pick a square. Point. All the marbles. Oh, no. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, the Al Pacino's Trip Reeb, or Mark Al Wahlberg. Al Pacino. The Al Pacino. Yeah. It's, it's about time. It's about time. We should probably say where we're going to be this weekend. I'm going to be drinking a bottle of Cavassier at the Tempe Improv. That's oh. right. Phone number is 480-921-9877. All the info is at TempeImprov.com. Call it! <laughs> Let's have a contest. Call it number seven. Get your grandma to make out with Al Pacino. I want that guy to draw a ding-dong on me. I love that guy. Draw a ding-dong no, on me? Just, you, you have four right now, Yeah, sir. you, you don't want that. We're on a fifth. Okay. Here's your I'm question. Fifteen dome right here on my face. True you or false? You got Al and Sal Pacino ready <laughs> to win the game. What you got? Cheerophobia is the fear of children. True or false? Cheerophobia is the fear of children. Cheerophobia. Well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? I think it's a fear of laundry detergents. Sounds like a fear of cheery. <laughs> yeah. You're afraid of cheerleaders. Why I'm would you do that? Gonna say. False. All right, they say false. I'm with that. You agree or disagree? For all the marbles. Agree. agree. You agree? That's right, it is false. Oh, he gets it. Somebody finally figured out the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give them both prizes. simple children's game. Since I screwed Cheryl. Unless you got the cheerophobia. Then you don't understand patterns. I got a growth no! in my nuts. 
Jay Moore told me. No, I was saying it. I just said something weird. Jay Moore told me a story about working on a movie with Al Pacino, and they're filming in downtown. It's one o'clock in the morning. They got a break in filming. The director goes, "Guys, I'm going to get you a ride back to your trailers. We're going to have about two hours." And Al Pacino says, "No, I want to walk. I want to walk to my trailer." He says, "Jay, come on, we'll go for a walk." And he's like, I'm, I'm alone in downtown L.A. walking with Al Pacino at 1 o'clock in the morning. When And Al Pacino stops and goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Stop right there. Stop right there. You see that? That's the moon, baby. <laughs> and that's ours forever. We'll always have that. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, he just sounds like he's just in awe. Of everywhere of he's at. The first time he's seen it. Yeah, I think we yeah. talked about that before. People get so rich that they yeah. just yeah. like the, the little things. Yeah, they, they just yeah. get weird. Things they can't buy become, like, awesome to them. So, like, like the moon. Yeah. He loves the moon now. <laughs> like, he wakes up in the morning and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you telling me <laughs> this is my home? Is that what you're telling me? That's amazing. I love this wall. Is this going to happen every day? <laughs> Forget about it. Hold on a second. Oh, boy. That big ball was up there yesterday. <laughs> this every day. That's the sun. It has to be that way. Uh, Craig Guest, thank you. Thank you. No, you're right. Go on. <laughs> I don't know why it's taken me five years to come back here. Yeah, me we too. We don't either. But every time. Well, no one has hired Where's the box? <laughs> yeah, you've been banned or something. <laughs> every time we hang out, I love hanging out with you. Ah, you're the and, sweetest um, fella on the earth. It's, uh, I'm just, I'm very grateful for it. So. Ah, thank you. Us too. It's so good and to have you. And, if and, anyone can find that picture of me blowing Donald Don, yeah, Trump. No, not like pantomime. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> pantomiming. Sorry. Eesh. If anyone can find that picture of me on my knees in front of Donald Trump. I will give you a hundred bucks, hundred dollars tonight at the show. Just hit me up on Facebook, and I'll give you yeah. tickets. I'll give you tickets to the Improv this weekend. But please, if you Easy can find enough. that picture of me, it's buried on the internet somewhere. Okay, and it's me, Artie Lang, Nick DiPaolo, John Melendez. We're all in a group picture with with Trump, and I'm on my knees in front of him, like, yeah. and he's irritated by it. Well, of course he is, because he well, can't fight back. He's holding buckets of money. He's got huge buckets of money, so he's paralyzed. Yeah, and it's and it's his, a great story, but his, it needs proof now. Yeah, and I, it's out there. It's out there. I'll Someone's find it. Got it. All right, you, get you know it. what? I'll find it, and when when I find it, I'll send it to you. Fire it right over to us. Uh, the Guadalupe Square is brought to you by Four Wheel Parts, your one stop source for truck parts, Jeeps, SUVs, and the nation's largest inventory of off road four x four products: tires, wheels, lift kits, winches, lights, fender flares, mud flaps, and more. This is uh, John Holmberg uh, <laughs> with AIDS. With AIDS, <laughs> and uh, I'm telling you, this is a great product. Uh, what's the website? Again? Nothing people love more. Then paying for endorsements, and the guy admits he's got AIDS in the middle of it. I'm Alan Thick. I have AIDS. Do you own a reverse mortgage? <laughs> Wait a minute. What was that middle part? <laughs> Hold on a second. Give no. It's a part of life. You know, Mike, Mike, I'm talking about reverse mortgages, not my AIDS, please. Here's the great thing is that uh, this company cured me of AIDS. <laughs> so please, visit that. Am I digging a hole? It's like that guy. I, I always picture that, like the guy that drives me the most nuts is the dude on ESPN. Sports Center. Brought to you by, by the way, I've Papa John's. Wait a minute. What did he say? The thing about the, I heard Papa John's. Sports Center. No, the thing in between that and the Papa John's. Oh, we'll get it. The more you know, we'll give you <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> uh, fourwheelparts.com is where you need to go. Craig Gass, this weekend at the 10 p.m. Prof. Tonight, tomorrow. Are you doing Sunday also? No, Sunday I'm going to the football game. Good for you, friendo. All right, there you go. Go see Craig at the Improv this weekend. Uh, Brady, uh, good luck with your tournament. I hope it all goes well. It's sweet. And we're all done. That's He's a it. lovable man. Go Cubs.
Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Maybe in the World Series by Monday. Well, we'll know. Shh. Shut up. Shut up. They will beat the Cleveland Indians in the World Series. Uh, You know what? Something to think about. There we go. If Trump becomes president and launches a nuclear war in February, the Cubs, by default, become the World Series champions of all All time. time. (laughs) All time. Let's do it. Vote for Trump. They'll be the reigning World Series champions forever. Forever. And is that not justice? It is. Yes. Yes. I guess. We'll be dead. Annihilating humanity (laughs) for a 100-year drought. Ugh. Is finally the balance of life everybody's yeah. always looking for. Yep. Uh, there you go. It's ten fourteen. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves an absolutely fantastic weekend. We will catch you right here in the Morning Sickness Monday. So listening to Arizona's Real Rock from the RentersWarehouse.com studios. Renters Warehouse, professional landlords of rent estate. This is ninety eight KUPD.